South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And one of the other things I'll do, because you know you're supposed to not be involved in that. You just have to be the governor or the mayor to come in. The next time, I'm not waiting. One of the things I did was let them run it, and we're going to show how bad a job they do. Well, we did that. We don't have to wait any longer. we got to get crime out of our cities. Thank you very much for a good question. Trump in Iowa, uh, very, very interesting here because we're starting to get a real reveal on what, like, Trump 2.0 would be like. And interesting, he's taking questions at these things now. He took a question, a bunch of them from the audience. That lady asked specifically about crime in big cities. Well, you know what? He's smart because he wants to hear what the people are are concerned about. You know, they're concerned about what's going on in the school system with critical race theory and everything else that they're teaching. And you go to look at Chicago. Lori Lightfoot lost re-election for the first time in 40 years for a Democrat mayor to lose a re-election because of the crime rate. It's absurd. And the both the guys that are running now mm-hmm. in the, that runoff, their whole platform was helping the police department and putting more cops back on. Well, one of them more cops and the other one more social programs. But still, the whole basis was to fight the crime. Yeah. It's like, duh. Should have been right there in front of you. Right, you know, and look so, at even Eric Adams in New York is changing his tune because of it. Yeah, so. he said this is a wake up. He may not believe in it, but he's saying it's a wake up call. We got to say the right thing and stop this defund the police stuff. But very, very interesting what he said there. And he's starting to reveal, again, like I said, what Trump 2.0 would be like. There was a lot of that. There was, especially towards the end of his term, there was a lot of the riots. There was a lot of this and that, that and start. Don't think he'd wait anymore because he did. He wanted to do the right thing, give these individual cities their chance to take control of different things. I think you have riots break out again if he were to win again, smash him right away. I think so, too. And there would come the calls for, he's a fascist. Oh, it's a, no, no. And he won't care. It's just going to be a different guy. Well, you know, if you're a small business owner and your business got burned to the ground exactly. by one of these peaceful protesters. And that's exactly what he's talking you about. You know what? Whose side are you on? Trump's right. side or the Biden administration side or right. the, the woke politician that you have running your town? I, You know, it's ridiculous. Look at those. Whatever happened to the people in the Chad? Remember all those businesses? They got burned oh, who down. The hell knows. I... Did they ever come back? Well, wait a minute. The businesses or the people living in the Chad? Well, the, the businesses that they destroyed, remember? And then a lot of those people didn't have insurance. They left. So what happened to them? Does anybody no worry idea. about them? No, they don't no, care about you're them. You're about the creeps that are living in the middle of the city. That's the all that matters. No, no. Like small business owners, people that provide jobs, they don't care. This, this current climate doesn't care about them. That's crazy. They run the country. But it's interesting. So this is the first official campaign stop for Trump in Iowa since he announced. Little reveals about what his second term would be like. He should just call this campaign. We're not messing around anymore. That was like what you thought of Trump the first time around. Right. That was like kid gloves. Yeah, this is like 5.0. It's (laughs) It's not 2.0. It's 5.0. I mean, he's saying that already. He wouldn't even wait for local authorities. He sees that they're screwing it up. Here comes the National Guard. Oh, you know what? If Say you live in Philadelphia, okay, and you've watched them climbing poles and burning cars and doing whatever they did. Well, that's they, that, that's celebration. That's a little different. But I'm just saying. <laughs> say it wasn't a celebration. I'm just saying. What if it was because The Eagles of, win. Trump's not going to smash <laughs> no, the parade. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh something God. like that happens for whatever reason. Right. You think, you know, the people of Philadelphia that their cars are getting burned or their businesses are getting smashed are going to be upset if the National Guard comes walking through? Yeah, they'll be like, hey, <laughs> this is our culture. It's 
What we do is Philly sports fans. Well, I, I just picked Philly because it was. No, but you're right. An to your easy point, target, and I'm not picking on Philly. No, by any to stretch. your point, though. I mean, you know, these riots start happening, and they will if Trump ever. I, oh, I mean, God. as we get closer to this election, when you see all of a sudden the Antifa creeps are coming out of the woodwork, there's going to be another female march. Of, or no, of course they are. You can't say male. You so, can't say female, can you? I don't know. So if there's another element of violence to this, it ain't going to last long. Not well, anymore. Good. He sat back last time. He's not going to this time. Uh, you know, and good for him because I don't think the average American, it's like defunding the police department. Why? These people have never needed a cop yeah, before. Right, exactly. Are these people that never ever got attacked by anything or ever got stuck? Just think, even if you're just stuck, your car breaks down and it's late at night and you're by yourself. The first person you call is 911. It's like, uh, I'm stuck and it's not really nice where I am. Could you send a cop to come sit with me or keep me company or pick me up? I, come on. How stupid can you be? Don't defund the police department. So I'm all for what he's doing. And then he uh, he does this thing now where he stops at a local restaurant. Do you see him at the barbecue place? No. Oh, he's one of your biggest fans oh, right here. Come on. I love her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like her a lot. I like her a lot. Oh, it's kind of like when he went to East Palestine and he went in and was at McDonald's and he bought <laughs> everybody. Right. I Remember? know this menu better than anybody. <laughs> and he says, oh, the fire department, the police department, all the first responders, all the guys, were, they, they're all on my tab. I'm like, wow, that's nice. It's nice to meet you. Now give me a brisket. <laughs> did he buy like barbecue for everybody? I don't know what happened. He probably did. I don't know. Interesting though. He's a little bit different this time. But you know what? Again, how many billionaires do you know that can relate to somebody who works in a barbecue Very place true. or a McDonald's? And we like to hear this in the news now. A lot of the headlines is Trump losing popularity. And yeah, okay, they're in Iowa. It was like horrific weather yesterday. They were waiting for for eight hours around the building to get in. Really. This guy hasn't lost any no. popularity. Well, look at, you know what? And they always say, well, you know, the polls he wins, it's a Republican run, you know, organization. Of course they want him. Yeah. He's killing everybody else. Mm. And that's, I, I think Biden's probably concerned, or the so Democrats too. are kind of concerned. All right, another news. It is Pi Day, isn't it? Yes. I totally forgot. I so did I until this morning when I heard it. I went, oh, it's 3.14 day. It's uh, March 14th. So it's based on, it's also Albert Einstein's birthday. Isn't it convenient? Wow. Isn't that weird? How about that? It's odd that he was born on Pi. It was oh, meant anyway, to be. Uh, uh, you don't have to worry about Pi and its 62 trillion digits is what they think it is now. Uh, it's also Pizza Pie Day. Papa John's, you buy one, get one. Is there Papa Murphy's? Are they around here? Never Papa heard of Murphy's? Them. Never heard of them. CeCe's Pizza, Blaze Pizza, Uno Pizzeria, and 7-Eleven all have all kinds of rewards and stuff, specials. So you can check them out. I never heard of Murphy's Pizza, so I, I thought maybe you guys did. No. That's got to be a Midwest thing or something. Hold on. Maybe out west. Can I, can I just jump Hello, in Diener. here? Hey, guys. What was this place called? Papa Murphy's? Was that the real place, or did you just make that up on the spot? No, it's Papa... <laughs> you can't just open up a pizza place and call it Papa something. Just say, I didn't Papa make it up. It's just, it's there. I just, it was on the feed. You know, so. there's someone listening right now, I rate in their car at home on the app, thinking, oh, have you guys not heard of Papa Murphy's? Maybe, I grew up on Papa Murphy's. Maybe it's Papa yeah. Murphy. This is, is why we don't know about it. Papa Murphy is a take and bake pizza company based in... Vancouver, Washington. Sounds awful. Get out of here with that. I think that's where they were eating it, in the Chad. When they, <laughs> you're probably right. It began the in 1995. The losers built their own city out west. Yes. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, why is Joe Biden Murphy. taking aim specifically at Florida? And what is he talking about? This is in this. Some some things are leaking out from that, that Daily Show interview he did. Yes. Oh, my. 
What do you hear this? Scary. At March Madness, officially underway today. Dun, 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 dun. It's coming up next. The self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. But my focus is just stay focused. Got that, everybody? <laughs> just so you know. Is that what they keep on telling them? Mr. President, stay focused. Just stay focused and don't take questions, Joe. That's yeah. all. That was from another little clip, but there's uh, more coming from this Daily Show interview, pre-taped interview we did in there. Starting to leak out some little segments of this thing. Boy, is this boy is this a beauty. Do you think his PR people, when he agrees to do these interviews, and granted they're taped and then they play it back later, but do you think they hold their breath the entire time? I think so. Think, oh, God, please just but stay focused. <laughs> here's how it works, though, with these politicos. They tell them, they tell whoever it is, even somebody friendly like The Daily Show, they they tell them we get final editorial rights. Oh, God. Oh, they bully them. Oh, absolutely. They oh, do. So, wait a minute. You, you can talk to the president, but if we <clears throat> yeah. don't like what he says, you're going to edit it out. Oh, they all do that. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. So that's why when he gets into like a private setting like he did last night and looks like a Yahoo when he said, oh, he says, yeah, I'm delivering Jimmy Carter's eulogy. Oh, I guess I wasn't supposed to say that. That's an awful thing to say. That really, just stop it. Imagine if it wasn't the president. It's just someone you know (laughs) talking about another person you know. Yeah, you know, I'm going to deliver her uh, eulogy. She's not dead. She's not dead yet. And then he went on to say they found some new stuff to keep them all around longer than they thought. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> and then Joe said, I'm taking it myself. Oh, no. Just kidding. He didn't say that. But he did say this. So this is a part of the thing. I don't know when exactly it's going to air, but little pieces of it are coming out now. He sits down. He takes direct aim at Florida. And it kind of popped my eyes up. And, and it's about the gender-affirming care and the thing that DeSantis is talking about. And right. Puberty blockers and forcing this on, like, little kids. Mm-hmm. Well, Biden says doing that, it's pure evil. Oh, really? It's what his mom told him. <gasps> But transgender kids is a really harder day. But transgender kids is a really harder day thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. Sinful. Okay. So almost everybody that's watching this is going to see it, and they're going to think, oh, my God, yeah, they're just, they're, they're terrible. They're like dictators down there, what they're doing, because Biden's lying. He's once again misrepresenting the facts. He's not talking about when this is coming from DeSantis. These are, these are shots against DeSantis, you know. Well, yeah, he's trying to make him look bad already before he even announces. He's saying that you're, you're taking away people's rights to make their own decisions about personal choices. No, you're trying to protect kids from lunatic parents that are saying, you see that couple that was on the news recently? He said, we knew she was transgender before she was born. We knew it. Just knew it. That's a sick before that, you were born. Those are sickos. You know, absolute sickos. If you based it on it, and and this is the God's honest truth. If my parents believed in that theory, they would have made me a boy. I always had a yeah. deep voice. I was always with the. I was the only girl within five miles, and there were like sixteen boys. Okay, so including now imagine, my brother. Imagine a scenario: you're nine years old, and your parents force puberty blockers on you because uh, they no. have some twisted, bizarre opinion of the world. Yeah. That you're a that's, boy. That's what they're trying to avoid down here. Not according to Biden, though. No. Not according to Biden. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what what what, what are they thinking about here? And it's so wow. brilliant how they force their ideology. It, they're so brilliant with the word crafting. It's just who in their right mind could possibly be against gender affirming care? 
Sounds like it does sound like you're a monster if it's you're against true. that. Until you start to read and yeah. do some research and you understand what they're talking about with well, gender affirming care. Yeah, they want to do it when you're six years old. And when you're 18 and you're an adult and you want to make that decision, be our guest. Start hacking up your body and yeah. puberty blockers. And before you can make a full decision, I couldn't, I, you know, I, I love my kids. They're two smart girls, but I don't think they could really understand what to have for lunch when they were, t- you know, nine. Yeah, I agree with you. But just look at, I mean, okay, look at the difference in opinions between the three of us. And there's probably like a 10-year difference between all of us. Mm-hmm. So we're all like a different generation represented here. We don't think anything alike in most cases. But, I mean, go back to when I was 16. My life was, you're going to be a veterinarian. You're going to be a vet. I went to school to become a veterinarian. Next thing you know, I'm taking a broadcast journalism class, and veterinarian school goes right down the tubes. I'm like, okay. You changed. I changed my whole life for one job. And I didn't know. Now they have kids. you got to figure out what you want to do with your life when you're 12. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life when I was 20. Never mind 12. Oh, you're confused? Here, take these drugs that'll screw up your biology no, for no. your entire life. No. And I, you know what? If they if they were so concerned about this issue, why doesn't the White House ever talk to these kids that detransitioned and some of the horror stories they tell? Because there's a lot of them. Who was that guy we talked to? You remember? I don't know, but yeah, he but there's was, a lot of them. He, he wrote a book and he said he's a psychiatrist. He says he deals with it every day. Thousands of kids regret doing it. And then what happens when the damage is already done and you can't reverse it? You can't, you're done. I don't know. What happens then? How, uh, to, that, to me, is one of the hor- most horrific, inhumane things you could pop- cost, possibly do to somebody. Let them make an informed adult decision first. No. Wow. No, it's gender affirming. Is it? Yeah. Or are you just trying to push an agenda? Not according to this White House, though. My no. God. Anything, you know, you try to protect kids, all of a sudden, you're the monster. That's that deflection. That's that projection. They always flip it around. Right. Everything that they do, they accuse you of. Yeah. That's, that's exactly their M.O. They're really good at it, too. They're really, really good at it. They had uh, – there's a school in Virginia that's under fire again. And I don't think it was the Loudoun County School District because they had a test just recently. And the choices were, okay, Johnny's a boy. He lives in such and such. What 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 party does he belong to politically? And they had all these questions based on, you know, what gender you were, where you lived, what color you were, what religion you were. And you had to pick whether they were a Democrat or Republican. And this father was all bent out of shape about it. He goes, what difference does it make? But he, they pigeonholed people. Yep. It's like, okay, you're bad then. You're bad. You're a white guy and you live in Florida. You're probably right. a Republican. Right. You're a bad man. And isn't it funny? It's amazing how they see everything through a race filter. Isn't that terrible? All the time. Put everybody in a category. Stop. Instead of uniting, they, they are set to divide. And, and it's awful. You ask my granddaughter at five years old, her little friend Juliana, is is she Jewish, Catholic, black, white, brown, green, purple? They don't she care. care. They don't care. She loves Juliana. Exactly. It's just that simple. They don't care until you try to force them into a category. So true. All right. And good news... Because that was a little heavy. March Madness, the ultimate distraction. All right, we're, just, we're fascinated by this week, though, because it's going to be on a Friday, uh, St. Patty's <laughs> Day. We've got the tournament starting before that. Playing games tonight. Brackets are out today in most offices, and you're probably not going to get any work done. Okay, I have already like wasted a half hour, but I need help with a couple of teams. Oh, you filled it out already? Yeah, see? Um, Almost done. Yeah, Memphis F- FAU. See, I want to go FAU just because it's in the backyard, but... Have they ever been before? In, in, uh, yeah, you, you they're can't not going to beat Memphis. <laughs> you don't think so? Okay. Don't Maybe it's, they will. 
It'd know. been a great story, though, FAU. They're eighth and ninth. Yeah. That's the thing. Memphis is eighth and FAU's ninth. But it, I never, th- isn't that sad? I don't think of FAU like an Indiana, you know, Indiana or Kansas or one of those. So our takeaway, Dina, is Jen yes. fills out her bracket with, uh, bracket with her head, not her heart. Oh, that's, that's correct. Jen fills out the bracket like she does with picking football teams when we <laughs> now, do football picks. I picked Michigan State to win, by the way. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Well, they're playing, they're playing Montana or something. I don't know. Oh, USC. Was, yeah. And I hate USC, even though my That's nephews right, went dude. to school there. Oh, no, there's the hard part of it. Never See? mind. See? <laughs> it all, I forgot about this. It's like football picks. Jen votes with her heart or her hate. Yes. Not her heart, her hate. Okay, another one is Arkansas and Illinois. Who's going to win that one? No idea. $16.3 billion in corporate losses. We just lost about 10 bucks there. Exactly. Yeah. Unproductive workers this week. Well, it's their fault, Every, including ours. Every office hands them up. You know, it's a team building kind of thing, which That's is awesome. Goes. I love yeah. that. A lot of parties around March Madness, so basically we should just all get this week off, I think. I think so. When do, when's our party? It's Thursday, right? Thursday Thursday at noon. Be there at B-Square. I can honestly <laughs> tell you, in all my years of radio, there has never been a March Madness party. Yeah, it's cool that we're ever. doing it. Yeah. So this is pretty cool. So we're involved. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. So there's three people involved. And thousands <laughs> listening aren't, but but no. no I but you, you probably have it going on in your office too. Yeah. Even even my daughter's company was like, okay, yeah, we're filling one out because she brought it home See? yesterday. She goes, what yeah. do I pick? I said, I don't know. See, a lot of people are doing it. Teams. It's a big deal. It's like an unofficial, you know, holiday weekend. It'll last all week. Yes. It's nice. Beautiful. All right, we got uh, rapid fire coming up next. We got uh, we'll go around the horn with some stories just past the bottom of the hour. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Around the room we go. Some of the top stories we'll cover for you and more. Jen's got the first one. Well, I am going to turn to our theologian and extraordinaire in the room, Diener. Me? Thank God she wasn't talking about me. (laughs) The walls would collapse. That's all I'm saying. You think it's bad if I walk into a church? But this Friday is a huge dilemma for Catholics. Oh, yes. It's St. Patrick's Day. Uh Uh-oh. So Catholics across the globe, but Uh mainly here in the United States, are asking for special dispensation so they can enjoy corned beef and cabbage. It's true. Because it's Friday during Lent. You're not supposed to eat meat. Everybody eats corned beef on St. Patrick's Day. Sure. Uh, Most of the dioceses across the country have said, we'll give you a pass. You can enjoy the corned beef. Just give up something extra on another Friday. Uh, Philadelphia is one of them, but 32 refused to change it. Really? Yeah, 32 dioceses, including Los Angeles. Color me surprised. Huh. Uh, what is it here, Diener? Can we eat meat on Friday? Well, I have not got the official directive yet from Bishop Barberito. If you're listening, Bishop, you can uh, reach us here at the Cephal Morning Show. Just give me a call. I thought you were just going to call the Pope. <laughs> but in the past... Yeah, he got his number. Give him a call. Yeah, I'll text him. In the past, they have given the special dispensation to say, okay, it, we know it's Lent, but it's St. Patrick's, so go have your corned beef and Which means that it's not really a very strict rule. That's silly. Uh, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's because you have to wave both guys, St. Patrick's Day or Lent, they're both How many Irish you know, people Catholic that things. you know that aren't Catholic? Yeah. Let's start there. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, Pope's Twitter account right now to see if there's an update. There Uh-oh. is not yet. No. He just says, in this holy season of Lent, let us learn to allow the Holy Spirit to form us. So that our prayer might become a living testimony 
That's good. I and love corn Go ahead beef and eat and your corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> oh, Jen, it's okay. Oh, good. Okay, thanks. I was just curious because it's it's a big dilemma. Yeah, in the past they've they've done it. So I don't think the Pope or the Church is going to mind. The Pope also. This real serious news story. There is a real discussion to allow unmarried priests to uh, break the celibacy rule here. If you know what I'm saying. Like it's really? a real discussion. There's a real backlash happening. He just announced that this week. They're talking about it. Oh, wow. I don't think I'd worry about the corned beef. Our mothers wow. are rolling in their graves. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. All three of them. Big deal. Holy you know, cow. You know, it got me thinking, though. It's wow. like, you know what? A priest that could, like, date? Be a pretty good catch. He's got a well, steady job. Yeah. <laughs> Pillar of the community. You know what? <laughs> I, I, let, me, let me honestly tell you. When I got married... The guy I married was divorced, so we had to go to this, like, retreat. Oh, yeah. And I can remember sitting there and the priest asking us questions about our relationship, and I'm looking at him going, how would you know? Oh, I know. I, I, yeah. How do you know? We had to go through that, you know, too. I, we had to it, do the marriage counseling with yeah. the priest before, and I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I, I, and that's, I'm thinking this is all a sham for this whole weekend. <laughs> what do you know? This is why that we're not the theologians, Diener. This is why we can't that's, stop. That's it. Anyway, sorry. This is why they, they, they threw me out of the Catholic Church. But that's <laughs> Times they are a-changing, you know. Interesting. All right, another news. Obviously, the bank uh, crisis is the uh, topic of the week so far. Federal Reserve is going to conduct a review of Silicon Valley Bank after its collapse. You knew that was coming. They had to do some kind of review to understand what the heck happened. Uh, Central Bank announced it will carry out a review of the supervision and regulation of the bank, which was not good. Wow. They were a mess. Well, okay, but why wasn't somebody watching this? Okay, it makes me think. My money's in, you know, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Truist, whatever bank you bank with. Mm-hmm. Is anybody watching them? <laughs> you would hope so. You I know? mean, that should be the main. Where were the regulators? Were they doing their jobs? Well, yeah, I mean, Because come apparently on. it's coming out now. There are a lot of financial experts say that said they did tip off the regulators and say, watch out for this bank. They have no risk management, and they're investing in very risky things, and... A lot of those same people who warned them are saying, we told you so. Yeah, but what about the poor people that banked there that had no idea? Exactly. They don't have a clue. Right. That's not right. So anyway, <laughs> somebody's going to watch these people. White House all day long yesterday, starting with Joe Biden's 9 a.m. three-minute press conference, says the U.S. banking system is sound. Don't worry about it. No bank runs. And we don't. We don't want a bank run. No. We no. don't want to be like it happened, you know, right. one night. But, well, that's kind of what happened, though. $42 billion. I think I saw the stat earlier. I was telling you guys, $42 billion last week came out in one day, as opposed to 2008 when something like this wow. happened. Washington Mutual had 16, close to $17 billion come out in 10 days. Wow. I mean, I know and inflation that was on, and everything, but still. The 16 bill was Thursday, wasn't it? That was yeah. uh, this? on Thursday, yeah. Wow. So they 42. must have gotten some word. Right. Bank run, you know, it's just insane. And that bank, they got a clean bill of health two weeks before they, they oh, collapse. Yeah, sure oh, they they're did. They're fine. Oh, all their no investments. Problem. Oh, sure. $5 billion in uh, useless climate investments. That's what they were playing with their clients' money. Dr. Fauci ran the bank, I think. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. So I thought this was interesting. Tucker Carlson put out a thing uh, last week. He mm-hmm. sent kind of like a, this questionnaire to all the main presidential candidates, declared or undeclared. And he came back with one of the answers from Trump and all of them, really. But the top two that I just want to mention were Trump and DeSantis. One of the questions he asked was, where do you stand in Ukraine as far as the foreign policy is concerned? 
And Trump, we know where he stands. Peace broker, peace deal. You know, I'll, I'll broker it. We'll get it done. We can't have this. We need regime change. Actually, one of the things Trump said was we need regime change in the United States, not in Russia, because a lot of people are pushing for, you know, regime change in Russia. I think Trump had the best answer. He it did. Was, it was pretty good, yeah. And then DeSantis, uh, I want to try to just hit some of the highlights, because he said, basically, we can't keep giving Ukraine a blank check. We can't send F-16s or long-range missiles that will put us in a hot war. And he said there's a lot of other things to focus on here. So, you know, when it comes to the border, when it comes to security, when it comes to schools and everything that's going on. So I just thought it was interesting to kind of hear both of their takes. And then you have the Trump people coming out saying, well, DeSantis didn't outright say this, this or that. And it's like, boy, you are trying to read way between the lines. Right. The Biden administration and it's in his wonderful proposal that he just came up with his budget is asking for the most money in history for the military. Why? So we can be prepared. So when China wakes up in the morning and the president thinks, should I invade such and such? Now nah, think about it tomorrow because they fear the United States. <laughs> I, I, I never expected in two short years how close to war this clown, this demented, corrupt puppet has gotten us. It's kind of scary. It's so bad. Yeah. And it's, all of this, so much of this goes back to Afghanistan, that massive failure. Every yep. little rogue nation and the big ones, the dangerous ones, saw that and they said, now's our time. That's wow. right. So scary. That was the signal. Wow. So pretty interesting just, you know, to kind of see. I'm sure you know if you want to look up the answers in depth, they have it on Twitter. Tucker Carlson has everything on there on Twitter. I on really like that he did that. Yeah, he asked them, good. you know, it's basically getting policy platforms for everybody running so far. Yep. It's really good. That's By the good way, idea. if you want to, if you're considering Chris Christie, he said he wants absolute war. Basically, just try to run over. Uh, did he really? Yes. Just, Chris just Christie? Get directly involved. Otherwise, Iran and North Korea will take over. Did he say that in between pizza bites? Probably. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She's not a big fan of Chris Christie. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I used to, not anymore. Mm. Uh, if you think baboons are nice animals, think again. Oh, they're not. Three hikers. <laughs> Did you see this story? Oh, this sounds nasty. Had their legs broken. Oh, oh sweet God. Lord. After coming under attack from an angry pack of baboons. They will literally tear you apart, baboons. The peeved off primates became agitated when they saw a very unusual sight of seven men rappelling down the side of a mountain. Oh, wow. Territorial. They That's reached the a narrow ledge at a waterfall when two of the hikers had to rappel down even further because they were going to set the lines, I guess. The two guys get to the bottom. Once they hit the bottom, the baboons are above. Oh, geez. They started throwing boulders off the side of the cliff to hit these guys. Oh, wow. gosh. Wow. One, of the, one of the boulders was 130 wow. pounds and exploded right where the, fi- where the five were standing on a ledge, and it wow. exploded. This, these guys got cut up. Their legs got broken. They got hit with rocks. Wow. One of the guys below, one of the two guys that repelled further down, was able to send an SOS. They had to send helicopters in to save these guys. The baboons attacked them. They wouldn't let them get out. I thought you were talking like they just jumped them. This was no. a coordinated and attack weapons. using weapons. Oh, no. Well, the baboons they... thought they were being invaded. Oh, my god! They said one guy almost got knocked off the ledge by one of the rocks he got hit with. Wow. But the only thing that saved him was his harness. And the worst part is you got to go back to work on Monday and say, what happened to your leg? Baboon attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Did I tell you it was in South Africa, by the way? Okay, okay that helps. Wow. But don't go repelling in South Africa, so wherever this wasn't this mountain like in, range. in Delray or Pompano or anything. No, no. <laughs> it's okay. M- Maybe may in Lantana, but not in. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm teasing. Lantana. Uh, SpaceX <laughs> says it's going to test Starlink satellite to sell service with T-Mobile this year. That's a massive agreement. Wow. 
Good. Wow. Can they clean up the dead zone on Congress Avenue on, in Boynton? If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. And that's not just T-Mobile. That's all. I don't know why such a busy traveled area has such a dead zone. The really? worst cell coverage on that area. I don't know what it is. No one can figure it out. Weird. That's it's odd. a black hole of cell coverage. See, I run into that when I run by the the, the truck sta- stop. Yeah. The weigh-in station. Mm. It goes dead right there. I don't get it. I don't know. T-Mobile and SpaceX announced a partnership in August. They vowed to end mobile dead zones forever. SpaceX launched around 4,000 Starlink satellites to date. Wow. This is, I mean, they're opening up. It's easy for That's us because deal. we're in a populated area, but you're in the middle of the country somewhere. You got right. No cell towers. This is a massive deal. What do you mean? Middle of the, when I lived in Indian Town, we had no cell service. Wow. Don't be crazy. You just got electricity where you live now. Yeah, so. well. <laughs> Finish you putting the power lines now. We just got the wheel, Bill. Just got the wheel. So this is maybe <laughs> maybe this guy in Arizona could have used this uh, satellite and get better reception because this is pretty freaky. I have the video up on our morning show blog. What? 850WFTL.com in on the in on the app. I was gonna say morning show app. We should have a morning show app. Well, on the 850 app. Hold on. We just got email. <laughs> Slow it down. One step at a time. So this is dash cam video of a truck driver he's just going down a lonely highway in arizona it's at night and all of a sudden you see on the right side of his windshield this apparition start to appear on the side of the road Uh-oh. as it starts to materialize in front of him as he's passing by you see from feet up it looks like legs coming up into a body and he just drives by and it's like it does it does it looks like a guy walking did, on the side of the road this guy just drive by a ghost it's wild it's freaky man i'm telling you if you want to take a look like i guess it's on the morning show blog the video is there it's the it's the dash cam video from the guy's truck so, I mean, it's kind of like going viral now over the past day because wow. you see it and it's, it's, I thought it was hard ghost. to explain. Yeah. Oh, Where do you scary. get dash cam videos, by I the know. way? Can you buy those somewhere? Yeah. You can? You can. Okay. Right. At like Best Buy or something. All right. We right. should all have them. I we think really they should, should yeah. be like part of their car, yeah. Yeah. Just think of all the ghost and UFO videos we'd get if we all had dash cams. Every time. I'm just we're thinking of naked people running around, that's all. Well, that's who you never know. There's that, like his story yesterday, the naked guy on Worth Avenue. That's yeah, it. remember? You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so you check it out on the app, 850WFTEL.com. Well, thanks. It's freaky. It's hard to explain. You make your own, make up your own mind when you see it. I don't it's know. It's pretty wild. At least the yeah. truck driver's saying, see, I wasn't crazy. There's something yeah, on right? there. No, but I mean, it looks just like a ghost. I, I watched it, it a bunch of times. All right, we'll have rapid fire again in about 45 minutes for you. In the meantime, coming up next, more headlines, and maybe it's a day of an- angry animal attacks. This angry zebra in Ohio almost ripped a guy's arm off. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh my gosh. Remember that one that, that attacked you at the I fair? I remember well, yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> it I was the same one. I wanted a zebra until then. <laughs> More next. Jeez. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. He was very, very bad on ethanol. He fought it all the way, and he also fought against Social Security. He wanted to decimate it and voted against it three times. Can't expect that at this point. It's Trump in Iowa taking more shots at DeSantis because, you know, listen, it's political season. It's going to happen. New nickname for him, though. Meat, Uh-oh. Meatball Ron. <laughs> Is that what he called him? Yeah. No. Yeah, he dropped that in there. Oh, dear. Well, you know. Meatball because he's shaped like one? What? Who's coming out with that? <laughs> I don't know. Where'd you get that? <laughs> I thought that's wow. what it was. When we called you a meatball, it's because you're hefty. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were accusing of DeSantis looking like a meatball. No, he's That's exactly he, what it sounded like. He looks, <laughs> no, not me. He's he's lost a lot of weight, which oh, is has. why I think he's running for the presidency. He really has. But Trump has. I think everybody running has. Pompeo has. Is that the new thing? 
Pompeo was almost unrecognizable. He looks like a different human. Yeah, he does. DeSantis just looks like he dropped like 40 pounds. Yeah, I, I mean, think he's he dropped a lot of weight. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, he has a new uh, campaign. I guess you would call it a campaign ad, even though he's not officially running yet above Florida. And, you know, the end line is you haven't seen anything yet, basically, is the way we're going. But Trump's whole speech in Iowa, the main topic of the speech, and of course, he went into other things, was education, America first education. Included in what he said in the speech yesterday, he would totally eliminate the Department of Education. Obliter- wow. Obliterate it. Oh, what's Randy, my buddy, Weingarten, going to oh, do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, what does that mean for teachers' unions? Right. She'd so, be lost. Obviously, that, that means he's it bodes well for school choice for uh, Trump support. But you brought up a very good point uh, probably about an hour or so ago. Would parents have known how bad the educational system is in this country had it not been for COVID? No. They would have known, you know, everybody's, we were all aware. We would talk about it too, failing test scores. We're behind the rest of the world. Nobody actually dug in and looked at the curriculum until this crap happened. So true. And now, of course, as you had predicted when COVID started, all of these school systems are like, oh, our kids are lagging in everything. They're like three years behind in math, four years behind in English. They can't do science. Oh, the COVID killed it, blah, blah, blah. And now they want more money so they can catch up. <laughs> it's, like, it's amazing how these giant monolithic organizations, all they want is more money. Throw more money at it. More money. No. No more. Fix no, it. It's, and it's amazing. You kept a running totally the amount of states now that are passing school choice. It's unbelievable. That's it's happening. Time. Well, good. It is absolutely happening. It, that's why you see this screeching Randy Weingarten from the teachers uh, union. You never used to. See, when did you ever see the leader of the teachers union out screeching before? Because she's afraid. Where was she last time? When she, I mean, she was screaming. Isn't you're right, screeching. Remember, she, where was she? Was that? Oh, it was front. Of, it was the uh, in front of the Supreme Court because oh, that's they were what it was. That's right. Okay. Taking up the uh, college loan case. That's what which it was. They still haven't decided. It's like okay, but she's out there. I mean, she she was like a lunatic. I'm thinking, okay, that's gonna go over real big. <laughs> they were afraid. They're bucking the system. Well, it could be. They're. Uh, Hopefully the gravy train gone. is coming to an end. I can only hope. Please, please, please. It'd be nice. Get rid of her. Uh, the, the, it's not a bailout. It's not a bailout. White House reiterated that all day yesterday about the banking crisis. The funds uh, are from fees on banks and not taxpayers, so this is very different than what we saw in 2008. It was so funny. Did you see Jen Psaki, her predecessor, uh, where she, the previous press secretary, came out and said, it was amazing. President Biden doesn't do anything as early as 9 o'clock, and he got right out in front of this. Like we're, like we're supposed to praise the fact that the guy did some work at 9 a.m.? Oh, my God. What time does he normally get up is what I want to know. I, I, That's the thing. That's one of those things we'll find out when he's long gone. It's so true, but you mean just to compare him to Trump. We'd be sitting here, Trump, we'd have tweets from Trump till 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and yeah. then at 5 o'clock in the morning, he'd be retweeting it again and be like, does this guy ever sleep? He never slept. And that was through his entire pre- – like the guy or not, mm-hmm. there's one thing you can say about Trump. He worked his butt off as president. It would the be man more, never slept. It would be more of that in Trump 2.0, the second version all the way yeah, around. Yeah, it makes you wonder he, if the guy's sleeping. He was hinting at that even in that speech yesterday. And that was the first official Iowa speech since he's announced. I mean, it would be what you had before and double down on it. He's not messing around. I mean, because he would have nothing to lose if he was in again. Well, you know, he can only can't run again, so it's his last term if he wins. So, but I think what he did yesterday, as you mentioned earlier, was brilliant. He took questions. 
Yeah. And you find out from, you know, if Davenport, Iowa truly is the melting pot of America and a strong representation of what this nation is like, therefore the people there or a representation of that, you want to know what the people want to hear about yeah. and what they're, they're concerned about. Exactly. So that's, I think it was a brilliant idea. It, uh, he's probably going to force the other candidates to do the same thing. Take yeah. live questions. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like uh, an uncensored uh, panel. Yep. Exactly right. Wait till wait till we have uh, more of those. Him and if DeSantis and he go at neck to neck, I can't. And wait. they're fighting. I cannot oh wait. God. It's going to be great for us. Oh God! All right. And well, Biden's just clueless, going like a ping pong, watching the ball go back and forth. I take a nap. All right. Well, you had attacking baboons and rapid fire. Now we got it's this. It's the Wild Kingdom. How about angry zebras in Ohio? Yeah, I, well, number one, I didn't realize you can own a zebra in Ohio. It's legal. It's not like this guy was doing anything wrong. Uh, but the thing is, he's 72 years old. I guess he went out to feed him. So it was his zebra. Yeah. It was his, he's got a whole flock of them. I don't know. What do you call them? A pack? What do you call them? A herd? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what zebra. I would assume a herd. A gaggle? I don't know. Ronnie Clifton, 72, owns that farm. Like you said, it's legal to own them in Ohio. Uh, his place is popular with tourists, too. So he's got he's got actual people. Thank God it wasn't one of them coming by. Wow. A large male zebra attacked him in a field. He was being overly protective of some female zebras that were out there. He was the, you know what it was? Toxic masculinity zebras. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking now uh, he's the only male. and uh, He wasn't, <laughs> wasn't letting anybody get next to his girls. Uh, police showed up. They had to put the zebra down because of, you know, it was an attack, for God's sakes. Well, what happened, I guess he kept on attacking the man, and I guess he almost ripped his arm off be a horrible thing. I, like, you, was he biting him that badly? Zebra Jeez. bit you at the fair. Well, remember, we went to the South Florida fair, and it hadn't opened yet, and Bill and I were doing behind-the-scenes stuff, so we went to the petting zoo. And they, they were really nice and let us get, like, really close. And I said, let me go to the zebra guy. Go stay away from the zebra. So, like an idiot, when he wasn't looking, I snuck into the zebra cage. What a mistake that was. That thing was the meanest thing on four legs I'd ever met. <laughs> it tried to bite me. It tried to kick me. tried to put me in the corner. I thought I was dead. Should have listened to the guy at, this, at the probably the petting zoo. Don't well, get near funny the enough, Nikki Freed is saying the same thing about you <laughs> because I, if I'm not mistaken, that was the exact same day you attacked Nikki Freed. About five minutes after the zebra attack. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. What the hell do you know about agriculture? No, I didn't say that. That was a that was I an epic day. Just simply <laughs> said, "Can I ask you a question? Where do you live?" And she said, in Fort Lauderdale, I said, we're on the water. And I went, well, what do you know about agriculture then? And I believe the wording was, why do you have this job? <laughs> we were this year, they filmed a video, and so much happened. And the next thing you know, all these people scurried her away. <laughs> oh, yo, yeah. <laughs> like the crowd. It was a sign of things to come. And Bill just looked at me and goes, well, I guess you just kind of killed that interview ever again. <laughs> Getting ready to hand the business card. I'm like, well, we're not talking to her anytime soon. Headlines next. Uh, March Madness information starting today. Get ready for that in the office. And a guy is suing Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, this guy's a loser. He says those aren't wings. Those are nuggets. Well, then go somewhere else. <laughs> More coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And one of the other things I'll do... Because, you know, you're supposed to not be involved in that. You just have to be asked by the governor or the mayor to come in. The next time, I'm not waiting. One of the things I did was let them run it. 
and we're going to show how bad a job they do. Well, we did that. We don't have to wait any longer. We got to get crime out of our cities. Thank you very much for a good question. A couple of Ladies- minutes ago, Jen, you were talking about Trump in Iowa uh, taking questions. That was a response to a question. It's pretty so, wild. Some, uh, one of the first questions a lady asked about crime. What are you going to do about it? Well, you know, she makes a very valid point. Look at the crime rate in most of the major cities in right. this country. It's out of control. San Francisco, the the outdoor market closed because the homeless population took over. Ugh. And no one would go there because they feared for their lives and they didn't want to be stepping over bodies. Such a shame. That's crazy. What an absolute shame. We had, uh, Lauren and I had lunch with a great couple that are, uh, they had lived in San Francisco for like 15 years. They said, you know, we, and the topic of that came up. They said, you know, all of this happened about 2010 on. That's about it. That's how recent this is. Wow. Wasn't this bad? It's, it's, it's out of control. I mean, come on. And you know what? I love San Francisco. Oh, I know. It's a great town. Uh, that little clip there too gives you a real indication. Trump is starting. This is the this was the first big speech in Iowa, in Iowa anyway since announcing. He gave you a clue into what the second version of Trump in office would be. He's not messing around with anything. Well, what he was saying though is he was wait. He would wait for the local authorities to do their job. There would be no waiting anymore. He would call the National Guard in a heartbeat if a riot broke out. Well, you know the Chad would never have happened with Trump today. It Probably should, not. Wouldn't have put up with it as no. long as it, it happened. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, something like that. Oh, it's a peaceful protest. I remember how many times we heard peaceful protests. It's yeah, like, I don't remember what Chad people? was. That was the little city they made in Seattle of their own, and they, they let him. Before it devolved in, like, they were killing each other, mm. attacking each other. Turned into Lord of the, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> it did. But, and maybe that was the city's plan. Was that also the same? Is that the same place, the mayor? They, they were going to burn down his building? I think was no, it, that was Portland. Was that Portland? Yeah. Okay. They ran him out of te- they ran him out of his apartment. Yeah. It, and everybody else in the apartment building feared for their <laughs> life because people were going to burn the place down because oh the mayor God. lived there. That was also the same mayor. He's also the same guy that walked with the protesters and then they turned on him. Remember, he had to run into the police station mm-hmm. in the middle of walking down the street and protest with them. They turned on the mayor and attacked yeah. him. These people are crazy. So I don't. I just don't think. Because nothing would stop him. Trump wouldn't even hesitate anymore. Tried way too long to try to put a, a riot. People blocking streets? I don't yeah. think so. Antifa riots? I wouldn't see it happening in the next. They've and there's really... a lot of people looking for him to do that, too. Where are they these days, by the way? Where's Antifa? Oh, they're, they've been around. Just, you don't hear them We've had a about, co- couple of incidents here recently. About much of them much yeah. anymore. I think they use different names. All right, better news. It's March Madness time. It's a lot of money on the line. A lot of money. Do they know how much money? Uh, well, I, I have a figure as to how much is lost in productivity, but how much is bet? They said last year, get this, legally, I don't know how they have an exact number on it, $10 billion was wagered on the 2022 tournament. Wow. $4 billion illegally. <laughs> how do they know? Wow. And $80 million, the number of tournament brackets completed, more than half the 156 million ballots cast in the 2020 election. How about that? That's what we really care That's about. That's incredible. It's, I mean, it's in our office, probably in your office, too. The brackets are up. People are having office parties. It's How a much? big thing. It's become a big, like, economic driver. Well, it's also an economic drainer because they say, how many, how many billions are going to be lost, they said, in productivity this week? Corp- Is it, like, the next two weeks? Corporate, mostly this week, though. This week? Okay. Let's not forget what's on Friday. 
St. Patrick's Day. I mean, come oh, on dear. now. <laughs> People are going to be sick for with green beer for a week. I think this whole week oh. is just a wash. Oh, like corporate wow. corporate America has realized this. Okay, we're not getting anything done this week. No, Let's just. You're <laughs> right. And it Let's starts, have the company picnic this week. And it starts today, right? Uh, pretty much because of the play-in okay. games. All right. Sixteen point three billion dollars oh. in corporate losses due to unproductive workers during March Madness. But you know what? It's an entertainment thing, and it makes your workers happier. So do it. Embrace it. I I would. You know what? I I would. But. We are for the first time ever. That's that right. I know about it. You know they didn't do this before. Do you guys ever remember having a March Madness kickoff party? We have a corporate bracket to fill up, but then we have our own separate morning show one. Are you going to do different teams? No. Just make a <laughs> copy of this one. Oh, that's what I was going to do too. <laughs> Let's make a copy of this and say here. Sounds like too much work. It's like you know I'm just waiting. Was it last year? Somebody in the top four. I don't know if it was can somebody lost like the first game. Yeah, it and it, it we all lost. It was like okay, that kind of it's so you say goodbye to the whole left half of your bracket. Yeah, it was a bracket buster. I remember that one. And I don't know who it was that lost. It was a Kansas or somebody like that. Whatever, but so you sat there and I went, okay, so all these games on the left they don't mean anything anymore. It's like okay, see you later. I feel oh, like yeah. that happens every year too. <laughs> someone that's, someone loses. That's why it's like one. In, what did you say? Nine point three quadrillion or something for a perfect bracket? Nine nine point two quintillion. How many? How many how, quintillion? How many zeros is that? I don't even know. Too many. Can't count it. That's absurd. <laughs> that's was, like pie. I think you're thinking about Kentucky, by the way, when they I lost was, to St. Peter's, and St. Peter's had that magical oh, run I remember to the them. Eight. Remember that? That's right. They were playing like in a high school gym because it's this really small Catholic school, like up, up north. Who has the sister that travels with them? Oh, Sister Jean. Sister, sister Jean. Jean. Is she still alive? She is. She's 103. She was live in studio on Fox News last week. You've got to be <laughs> kidding me. I swear to you. They're not in the tournament anymore. That's uh, Loyola Chicago. Oh, They're not in the tournament, but yeah, oh, she's, still, she's still going. God love her. What, they have Brett Baer interview Sister Jean over there? <laughs> I think they did. And now we have, what do you think about the election? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, She's still with us. Here's the most important number. 19% increase in beer sales during this week. Yeah, wow. baby. And chicken wing sales are up 23%. Which brings us to... Oh, this is such a stupid loss. <laughs> nice segue. Uh, thank you. <laughs> he was a, grasping there. A man in Chicago <laughs> with a lot of time is suing Buffalo Wild Wings. Why? He says, well, your boneless wings, those are just chicken nuggets, technically. So he's suing them what? False advertising? That's right. Oh, please. That's right. Just really <laughs> chunks of breast meat that's deep fried and made to look like wings. Uh, you know what was the okay. most amazing part of the story was the very saucy and spicy response on Twitter from the company to his lawsuit. Uh, you know what? No, I, I kind of like their saucy and, and spicy retweet because their their reply. Because it's about darn time people start standing up. If this was your... Your chain, yes. or you owned a franchise or a couple of these, wouldn't you be ticked off too that some guys coming in? You don't like the wings? Go somewhere else. Free advertising. Yeah, don't. Well, don't sue me. They they responded. It's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham, and our <laughs> buffalo wings are zero percent buffalo. And they left it at that. <laughs> Pretty good. They got a good PR team. Well, you know what? It's it's like okay. <laughs> Please. Mm. It's like chicken fingers. Chickens don't have fingers. They call what? them chicken fingers, though. The hell you say? <laughs> Who knows a good lawyer? Who knows a good lawyer? Get him on the phone. I'm suing the chicken. I'm go. suing big chicken wing. That's right. Or uh, finger. Love so chicken fingers. They've been lying to me. And, right. and you both need to answer a question for me. Did did the groundhog finally see a shadow and he's oh. actually going somewhere? Punxsutawney Rogers? Yes. 
What a oh. day this was yesterday. Huh? I was so this excited was. because I saw a tweet that said it was done, and then you guys were like, no. So here's the, like, long, okay. here's the long and short of it. The deal is done between the teams, and shockingly, he's the holdup. Really? That's what they're saying now. A deal uh. is in place, and he won't agree to anything. I'm telling you, watch out for this guy to head up to the mountains. Aaron wow. Rodgers just might retire and just say, screw oh, your Jets and Packers. Oh, really? I could see it. Oh, I, I hope that it. happens. <laughs> right after the Jets got rid of the backup quarterback to Miami. And then oh. he's going to be like, yeah, I'm not coming. Oh, no. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, we'll get into a little bit of that, too. Because it was, yeah, it's uh, NFL free agency period going on, too. Yeah. A lot of sports to talk about that and some headlines. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer Correa. A little dry still out there, though. Listen to me complain. I got none of that rain. I got, how about this? I got thunder and no rain. How's that happen? Well, I got no thunder and I got rain. And well, it, it let's swap. Was... <laughs> my peanut butter. <laughs> but I can tell you, it rained probably for like 10 minutes total on mm. and off. And I went out after the last big hurrah of rain and the ground was still dry. It like sucked it up so quickly. Wow. It was, was kind of scary. I it's was like, like a sponge. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, we could use it. Also locally, uh, it's election day, believe it or not. Yeah, and how many municipalities, there's a bunch of municipalities are having elections to like 17, I think. And I totally forgot about it till I st- saw signs pop up like two weeks ago. 17 municipalities in Palm Beach County. I won't list them all, but uh, some of the things going on. Actually, for me locally here, and I know a lot of people are affected by that, there's a uh, District 4 Palm Beach County Commission seat up for grabs. Is there really? So that's happening. And uh, some of the questions going on in Delray Beach, voters asked to approve two bond referendums. A lot of money for public safety and improvements. Boca Raton, voters being asked to amend the city charger that would uh, change term length for mayor and city council members three years to four years. I don't know why they had a three-year thing, but they did. I don't know. There you go. Interesting. Make your voices heard, Boca. Yeah, it goes from like Atlantis to Bell Glade to Quest. It's it's everybody, I do believe. So just Just a surprising amount of things on balance today. Well, you know, the sad part about it is, you know, we're in the business. I didn't even know it was Election Day until I saw it this morning. I, I know. was like, because we don't have one in, in our county. But I was like, wow, how many people go, oh, it's an Election Day? Well, I don't have time. Oh, yeah. The you turnout know, I, for I, this I, thing, very low. Yeah, it's going to be like 6% probably by the time they're done. There's about as many people that watch the Oscars. According to you said it was less than last year it dropped. I don't know if they're completely done. I saw one number. There was 16 million people. It's half a million less than even last year. Hooray for Hollyweird. And we missed this. Wow. They missed one. That in memoriam thing, they missed a lot of people. Biggest one was Paul Sorvino. Yeah, and well, his, his daughter, who won an Academy yeah. Award. Great actor. Mira Sorvino was very upset and made the world aware about that. But there were some other ones on there, too. Sirico uh, 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 there. I, I'm trying to find the story. Anne Heche being one of them. Right. And I thought, well, maybe they left her off because of the situation. But still, she passed. Tony Sirico. Uh, Anne Heche, uh Tom Sizemore, he just died. Tom Sizemore just, what do they have, a cutoff for deaths at the, at the Oscars? It How might, did he miss that one? I don't know, maybe he didn't die last year. Maybe it had to be last oh, year. You I don't know. And then Leslie Jordan, they were all left out. But wow. uh, Tony Sirico, wasn't he in, uh, was he in Goodfellas too? I, I think so. I know Paul Servino was. Wow. Wow. So anyway, but the question is, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you miss these people? Okay, so if my father was Paul Servino, if I, you know, I think the story here is if you have somebody that you know that died that was a Hollywood star or in Hollywood, let the Academy know and say, hey, listen, this one died. Make sure you put him in the in memoriam. I've always thought they'd leave some names off so people are still talking about the Oscars. I don't well, know. Maybe that's why. That's but not why, good. But why upset people? 
You know, yeah. if you were a Paul Sorvino fan, you're like, that's kind of rude. You know, mm. he was a great actor. I, don't, I I think we were both wrong, though. You thought the ratings would go up a lot. I, I thought, thought they would go up a little, but if they're down again, I don't know if anything's going to save this show. It's just done. <laughs> Could very well be. Well, look at the Screen Actors Guild. It's the one I love. That's when they all get, like, really loopy. They're they're drinking. They're eating dinner. They're having a I don't even think it was on TV. I think they only streamed it. Wow. It's like, wow, okay, not even on live television this year. And if they did, I didn't know anything about it. People just don't have time to worry about that stuff anymore. I don't know. In the meantime, they're worried about stuff like this. So you knew this was coming. The Federal Reserve is going to conduct a review of Silicon Valley Bank after the collapse. They had, You know that that's going to happen. Well, why didn't they keep an eye on them the be- from the beginning? And we're learning this morning they were warned. Many people warned the regulators, watch out for this bank. All the signs are there. This thing's going to be in the red. It's bad. Oh, they were, they, you know, traditionally you would think if they're taking your money and they're investing it, that most banks do it on a conservative level. They said all of the investments that this bank made were all high risk, all of them. So, you know, and then isn't it, who's going to be held criminally responsible when all of the managers and all of the officials with this bank cashed out? They're not. Before it collapsed. They're Biden. That's horrible. They should be arrested. They're not going to be arrested, please. They, they, but they're quick to say it's not a bailout. No, no, it's not a bailout. Okay. Kareem Jean-Pierre mm. touted the uh, White House line yesterday. The funds uh, are from fees on banks and not taxpayers, so this is very different than what we saw in 2008. Mm. Okay, the fees on banks, are those the fees they charge the customers? Yeah. Okay. So, All customers. Okay, so <laughs> you're still paying for it. Why doesn't anybody ever challenge this chick? drives me crazy. Because we don't have a real press. It's like, come on, where are your follow-up questions, people? I would have said, you mean the fa- the fees I pay when you like I accidentally overdraw something? Okay. Because we don't have real journalists anymore. They're, they're just talking heads for one particular regime. That's it. That's I, why. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Well, this was driving the sports world nuts yesterday. Including I, me. <laughs> I loved it. I was sitting back and just watching it. It's like that line for Joker. Some men just want to see the world burn. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Well, it was funny because I don't even know why I got an alert on my phone from some Twitter account that I follow. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. It's a signed deal. And I was like, the groundhog is finally going away. So I texted you guys and I said, is it true? And you go back and you went, well, yeah, but maybe not. No. And I went, "Okay, why? So and you weren't wrong because here's what's happening now. So apparently, reportedly, there's a deal in place between the Jets and the Packers to trade Aaron Rodgers. You know okay. what, who the holdup is? Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't want to go? Oh, he's a, he's a loon. Who knows what he wants to do? I'm Does, telling you, I think the odds are greater than ever he's going to head up to the mountains. Okay, but if they trade you, don't you have to go? No. No? Got a no trade clause. He has to agree to it. Oh. I don't know, but it's probably still going to happen. But it was fascinating to watch yesterday and so much fun from a broadcasting perspective. <laughs> so Trey Wingo, this guy from ESPN, reported it was done. World runs with it. It's probably where you saw it. Okay. Oh, no. And then the NFL reporters, including the NFL Network reporters, were visibly angry and livid on the air. They were angry and what? fighting with each other. It was so much fun to watch. <laughs> they were so mad they couldn't confirm this because they can't. It's not a confirmed signed deal. They couldn't wow. do it. But some of them had already reported it. Oh. They were <laughs> livid. It was so much fun. Wow. It was worth it right there just to watch them melt down. It was great. Okay. They were arguing with each other on an NFL network, yelling at each other. Really? Oh, it was great. <laughs>
<laughs> who was awesome. <laughs> Probably the best broadcast you've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, okay, so if he decides not to go to the Jets, where does he go if the Packers don't want him? Uh, to the hills? Himalayas? <laughs> I, I don't know. Looks like a mountain man. I guess he's guaranteed 100. He has $100 million in money he's already made coming from that team. Are you kidding? $100 million. Oh, I'd Wouldn't say. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thousand bucks would be nice. Come on. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So he's, he may just. When do we find out? I mean, is there a time limit? I've, I've, I, when's the season start? Uh, you know, really? that's technically the time limit. Oh, I can't, you know what? Whoever wrote this guy's contract, hire that attorney. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It'll probably be confirmed today. Who the heck knows? It's been fun to watch, though. All right, we got rapid fire coming up in minutes just past the bottom of the hour. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's see what's going on now. Uh, Jen's our leadoff hitter. What you got? Well, it's kind of, you know, we lose track and sight of what happens across this other wonderful country of ours and other states and other areas. Because you look outside right now, it's partly sunny. It's uh, 70-something degrees. And you think it's going to be beautiful. A nor'easter is killing the East Coast while we're speaking. Man. Uh, it's got snow, heavy rain, strong winds, power outages, coastal flooding over the next... It started this morning. It's going to get worse as the day progresses. Boston's going to get hit really badly, they said, by tonight and into early tomorrow morning. Uh, we were just watching... Was it Vermont was getting a bunch of snow, which is great because they got all the ski resorts up there. But 20 million people under a winter alert. How does it affect you? It's affecting like six major airports. Wow. If you're flying anywhere, you may want to call ahead because you may be delayed or canceled. And it's March 14th. It's right. incredible yeah, this is a, happening. It so really is. Season. It's like, holy cow. But anybody that snowboards or skis is all yeah. excited about it. It's been a rough winter, even going back to yes. Christmas. Remember? They really had that Christmas sn- snowstorm. Travel's been tough. Wow. They had ice. And, and that one we had about a month and a half ago that swept down to the you know southern states with the ice storms in Texas yeah. and yeah, Tennessee even got ice and oh, snow. That's crazy. They don't wow. get that much usually, but it came pretty far yeah. south. All right, we're going to have some sound for this in the next segment, but efforts to restrict transgender rights in Florida are close to sinful, says the president. That's what huh? he said in an interview with The Daily Show, and some of that's starting to leak out now. Took direct shots at DeSantis, the state of Florida, and policies here. Of course, completely misrepresenting them and saying, you know, not about protecting children. You know, it's, it's just that who could possibly be against care. So he's completely misrepresented the facts. Of course. He's taking attack to this. Uh, uh, meaning doctors prohibited from prescribing puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgeries for those younger than 18. Just honestly just wow. called that cruel. Of course. When it's actually the opposite because you have parents who force kids who don't understand what's going on to do those things and then they ruin their lives because later on they grow up, they go to college and they realize what have I done? There's a lot. This is going to be uh, it's crazy. quite a full interview when it's released for The Daily Show. You see, and that's the sick thing about it. They only focus oh. on, oh, it's cruel. How could exactly. you stop 12-year-olds from changing their sex when they feel like that's what they should be? But what they don't talk about are all of the you know college-age kids or even a little bit older young adults who live in extreme depression because of what they did at a younger age or because their parents pushed them to do it and they didn't know any better. To your right. point, Diener, there's been no discussion, no acknowledgement whatsoever of people, now adults, who severely regret transitioning mm-hmm. blockers and screwing up their bodies their whole life because they were too young to make a conscious decision. And in many yep. cases, you've got doctors, schools, and parents making the decision for them. I That's can't nuts. believe this is even a discussion, honestly. You know what I mean? But like, no, this is what people talk about now. But the word, and this is what's making the headlines, is Biden's calling Florida's policies to ban that stuff close to sinful. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, be Joe quiet. Biden. <laughs> well, here's Not the guy you, that's... No, I know. You, I mean, you can tell me to be quiet all you want, honestly. I probably deserve it. Here's a guy that might be going up against Joe Biden. We talked about him a little bit last week because I found it interesting. RFK Jr. Oh, yeah. He's running. Uh-huh. He's, he's pretty close to it. He has his exploratory his committees Bobby's out there. Bobby's son? Yeah. Grandson. Yeah. Son, son, I think. His son. Son. And I found this intriguing because you're talking about a guy who is a Democrat. Yeah. And he came out against Dr. Fauci yesterday. It was not wow. to plug anybody else's show, but uh, he appeared on the show, I guess, with a guy named Jimmy Dore. And he talked about Fauci, and I've never heard this before, and I'll try to go through it as quick as I can. He said Fauci was in charge of developing bioweapons for the Pentagon in 2002 all the way through 2014. Wow. He said during that time, three viruses escaped from U.S. labs. So he moved his bioweapons research to the Wuhan lab. <laughs> he said that he, this is this is from RFK, he said he took money from Cheney, at that time Dick Cheney, gave him from the Patriot Act, it was over $2 billion, they funneled it through the NIH, and went all the way through Anthony Fauci. So beginning in 2002, Fauci got a 68% raise from the Pentagon for doing bioweapons wow. development. And then he got to raise billions of dollars a year, and then he started doing all this gain-of-function research, and then he said in 2014, Three of those bugs escaped in high-profile escapes from different labs in the U.S., and they had hearings in Congress about it, so they told Obama to make him stop doing this research, which he did because they were afraid that Fauci was going to create a pandemic. This was in 2014. So wow. what does he do at that point? He moves all of his stuff offshore, gain-of-function, all the research, to the Wuhan lab. This is according to RFK Jr. Where it escaped. Exactly. Which was the ultimate fear in the beginning then. Which and it, and it happened. happened. Don't you it remember? Happened. It was a natural occurrence, guys. Yeah. Some yeah. guy that got bitten by a bat because he was doing research with bats walked into that lab. Yeah, and that's why he's saying that stuff is because he knows he's directly responsible for it, according so, to what our case yeah. is. So I, I believe it. That's going to be the Fauci spin. Because Junior, this, this virus leaked and actually got into a human, therefore, by definition, it becomes natural. That's right. right. Wow. This is kind of scary, huh? You better not let up on this guy, I'm telling you. He's he should not. be in jail. An evil, evil person. Wow. Today is an extra special day and we all need to celebrate. Good. It's Pi Day. Good. That's right. The annual celebration of the mathematical constant Pi 3.14. You know, it goes on. They say now it's up to like 62 trillion digits. What? Yeah. So That's they say. stupid. The, actual, actual, the accurate, accurate value of it. But it's also Albert Einstein's birthday, it which is. I didn't know. But there are a number of places that you can get pie. Pizza pie for oh. a deal. Including Papa John's. Buy one, get one. Really? That's pretty good. Yeah. Papa Murphy's. Okay, don't laugh. We looked it up. There are nine of them in the state of Florida. <laughs> I still can't believe that's the real I thing. I think Mount Dora might be one of the closest ones. <laughs> CeCe's Pizza, Blaze Pizza, Uno Pizzeria, and 7-Eleven Rewards members. You get a pizza for $3.14. I really thought on Pie Day with the obvious marketing promotions that's mm -hmm. right there in front of you, I thought it'd be more about pies. Me and you both. And I, I was right. like, oh, they said it this morning, Pie Day. And I went, oh, yeah. I, I want an we'll apple a pie. pie. I like so badly. I, I thought this would be like an Entenmann's opportunity <laughs> sure. or something. But no, it's all pizza. Yeah, pizza I don't pie. get it. So huh. what's wrong with the pie people? Come on, get on board. I yeah, see. They don't have the, the marketing arm that Big Pizza has. That's right. That's big Pizza is tough, tough yeah, racket to Yeah, you can't knock off Big Pizza. There isn't like a pie place like just to go to the That's true. Let's go to cookies, bakery. but no. There you go. Let's start a new chain. They got cookies, crumbles there. That's all it is. Cookies. Let's make a pie place. Cookie pie. I like it. All right. This is also a time to celebrate. It's happened. You teased this last week, Jim, but it's happened. What? It's not Glendale, Arizona anymore, which is where the Super Bowl just was. Yeah. It's now Swift City. Huh? Oh, they're doing it. Entire, oh. entire city now named after Taylor Swift to try to get in her good graces to try to get more tickets to, for a tour, basically, is what this is all about. Holy Yeah, because something happened. 
I guess they could. They Ticketmaster crashed or something, and they couldn't buy tickets to her concert. And all these oh, people yeah. were all upset about it. Oh, that was a big deal. It's uh, was it oh, renamed yeah. Swift City Friday and Saturday for the kickoff of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. The mayor says all Swifties are encouraged to share their smiles. It could light up this whole town. Yay. And I think it's a way for every <laughs> shirt vendor to make more money with uh, Swift City T-shirts. Exactly what it is, and to bring it and to tax them, bring in money, <laughs> bring in money for the city. <laughs> I don't know how long it's Swift lasting, city. but it's. Anyway. I think it's just two days. They changed like they change signs and oh, did they really? Oh, it's a how big much deal. did this cost? A lot. Wow. Oh yeah, I'm sure she was appreciative. Wow. Yeah, she'll have another show there in a couple of years. She's doing that thing though with this tour. Kicking off now all the way through the summer. Stadium tour, two not back-to-back nights stadium tours. That's huge. And she sold out every single every one. Every one of them. That's amazing. Unreal, man. What she's able to do. All with I the ever following. remember is is the story Bill told, and you could probably tell a lot better than me, but I'll you know kind of put it in layman's terms. His kids met her. She wrote him a thank you note. Yeah, yeah? she's pretty well known she, for doing that. Anybody she met on the radio tours, she would. She wrote a thank you note. Handwritten. Very cool. Who does that? Hopefully you guys kept that. I don't even do that. <laughs> I can't even remember people's names. Exactly. <laughs> Who? Exactly. You? Joe? So. That's John, right. what's your name over mm-hmm. there? Now, we've all seen Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I just watched it again, actually. There you go. Many times. Because Nora love just it. got into it. Yeah, we love those movies. Obviously iconic. Well, in Northeast Lincolnshire, England, residents reported that a bird sounds were coming from inside their wall in their house. So they had to call the animal control there in northeast Lincolnshire. They said there was no obvious entry point that the resident could find, so it was a mystery as to how any bird would have found its way into the wall's cavity. It's a gateway to hell. Wow. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh. Or, <laughs> or the Chamber of Secrets is open. They, what ended up being, <laughs> there might be that too. They, they didn't see if it was or not. So the rescue said all the volunteers that came over there, they tried to find what was going on. They opened up the wall. What did they find? The bird sounds were coming from a toy owl from the Harry Potter series. Oh, was it Hedwig? It was. (laughs) (laughs) The white owl from Harry Potter was inside this wall. I guess somebody put it inside there. The stuffed Hedwig, like you said. The pet owl from the Harry Potter series had been making his recorded sounds from underneath a sofa. So it wasn't even inside the wall. That's got to be creepy. It sounded like, because it was kind of like the way it was reverberating. Oh, my God. It sounded like it was coming from inside the wall, but it actually ended up being underneath the sofa. I guess their kid lost their Hedwig toy. <laughs> and they made this big hoopla out of it. The animal controls there. They're looking inside the wall, and it was Hedwig under the sofa. Wow. <laughs> kind of like those Furbies. Yes, that's right. right. Oh, my God. Those they things stay alive. Oh, God. They start talking to each other. It's scary. How wow. funny is that? That is funny. But I, I can't control. believe they called animal control they to come did, get the bird did. out of the wall. They, they said at the end, well, at least it wasn't a real bird. and We can move on to the next rescue. <laughs> it just went on their way. Holy cow. But at it least did they have were a nice. note from Dumbledore in that's its right. beak. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, more headlines. Uh, Trump taking shots at DeSantis again, and he's got a new nickname for him. He does? Yeah. Uh-huh. And should Uh-oh. a man named Spy get caught spying on someone at a cafe called We Spy Coffee and More? <laughs> this can't be real. <laughs> it's true. He's our Florida dope. He's actually in jail now, too. Good. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. One thing, if I was a basketball coach, I'd be the greatest coach in history. I'd have a woman's team. I'd have all men. I'd have... I'm not a fan of LeBron James. I don't like LeBron. But I'd say, hey, LeBron. You ever think of becoming a woman? Because you're going to be on my team. We're going to have 
We're going to go undefeated for the next five years, LeBron. I'm not a fan, but, you know, I would ask him that question. So after this talk in Iowa, am I to understand it won't be President Trump doing commentary for the women's side of the NC2A <laughs> tournament? Or, or is it too much of an assumption on my part? You know what? I love the way he handled it, though, because, you know, let's be honest. Guys are playing women's basketball. They're playing, right. you know, they're swimming against women. They're running against women in track. They're lifting against. Isn't it lifting? Is that what it's called? Yeah, power lifting. Power yeah. lifting. They're doing that. I, women don't stand a chance. And if these women that are competing against these men who identify as women complain, they get blackballed. It's like, what is what is wrong with this picture? So Trump does that thing where he fights absurdity with absurdity, right? So he goes way over the top, makes an example, but and everybody laughs. But he opens the eyes to so many more people because this gets publicized and they say, wait a minute, that's going on? Yeah. And that's why he does it. Well, good for him. You know what? But he's right, and he picked the most you know famous basketball player probably, right. so exactly. that people know who LeBron James is. They might not watch it, but they still know who he is. So that's, I thought uh, it was great. I was part of his speech in uh, in Iowa yesterday. First trip to Iowa since he officially announced. Came out with a new. Well, it was interesting how we did it too. Came out with a new nickname for uh, DeSantis. What he's calling him? He said, "Well, it would be too crude to call him Meatball Ron, so oh. I won't." But oh, meaning dear. he just did. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So that's happening. So you, but you know, you poor know, DeSantis. Yeah, but DeSantis is smart. He knows that you're in this, you're in this arena, and you're just gonna play the high road for now. Maybe until they're on the same stage, like you said, and they're debating. I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, does he does he start taking shots at Trump? He, it, the only thing he's ever said was, I, "I'll never take a bad shot against another Republican. Yeah. I'm not gonna destroy them. I'll destroy the competition, not a fellow Republican." Which was a smart thing to say. Yeah, it's a good move on his part. But right. you know, eventually, it's. I think Trump's gonna taunt him so much he's going to have to respond could be because that's what's going to happen with trump he's just going to keep on you know hitting the hornet's nest it's going to be so good for us oh Oh. my god can you wait think about like fall oh it's going to be so good and then the question is does the president even go you know if it does come down to say trump wins the the nomination and does he ever does does biden ever go on the same stage with him if he takes him on biden yeah I think by then the Democrats, I still say they're going to force him out. He's not going to be running again. Who are they going to put? They're going to put uh, Newsom in there? Yeah, and a bunch of others, and they'll make it look like. But Newsom's the chosen one. Oh, God. He was a Biden went out of town, and Newsom was measuring the curtains in the White House. You kidding? True, yeah, but then, you know, California got hit with all that bad weather. Newsom's out of town, too. Oh, sorry, going on vacation. See you later. That doesn't matter. He hasn't faced any, any. Ted Cruz took his family out and went to Acapulco once. I would imagine. And had to live it down for months. The press has completely protected Gavin Newsom in California. It just the kills me. The plan is in the works. It's crazy. Well, it's it's fixed already. He, he's, he checks all the boxes. Right. He's well-spoken. He's good-looking. He dresses well. <laughs> he looks good. It's just that simple. That's all he care he's about. The, he's, the, he's the candidate. There you go. Just go up there and say this, and you'll be fine. Yeah. It, it, you're right. I, I got news for you. A lot of women will vote for him based on his looks. Which is sad. Speaking of California, President Biden's using California as a backdrop for more gun control today. He will be there. He'll be in uh, Monterey Park, California. Is he going to screw up like he did last night? I don't know. Tell everybody that he's, uh, oh, I, I was asked by Jimmy Carter to deliver the eulogy. Oh, I guess I probably shouldn't have shared that with you. <laughs> Who says that? I'm like, oh, my God. Then he went on to say, he said, somebody, well, how is he doing? Well, he's living a lot longer than they planned. They apparently found something to keep him going. I'm like, this is horrible. Shut this man up. And then hopefully Biden said, I'm on the same stuff. <laughs> That's 
go-go juice. My God. It's like, holy cow. I, I, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Jimmy Carter lasted longer than Biden. You might be right. Jimmy Carter has been in hospice for almost a month now. Ooh. A month. He's a tough guy. The man, the man just won't die. You know, remember last time he was supposed to die? Beat Had cancer? a mir- miraculous recovery. I, he, you know, God loves that guy. That would be awesome. It's that simple. I hope he survives. That would be great. Imagine that. Wondering, but wouldn't it be funny if he outlives Biden? Wouldn't surprise me. Wow. We're going to get a new story. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Carter has checked out of hospice. <laughs> Jimmy Carter delivering Biden eulogy. Yeah, <laughs> take that. <laughs> Getting even. Oh, jeez. You imagine that, though? Oh, well, wonderful. I no longer need hospice. Thanks for your care, but Isn't I'm that good now. Well, remember his niece gave him some kind of statement that yeah. said he loves, he's still eating, he loves his soup. The quote was, he's got a lot of life left. Yeah. God, God love you, him. You can't kill Jimmy Carter. God bless him. Unbelievable. Well, this guy killed his uh, business career, I think, but he's our new uh, Florida Dope. The <laughs> Florida Dope of the Day. Hey, man! Oh, you are so dumb. Bye, y'all. So if you go by the name of Spy as a nickname, you get caught spying on someone at a cafe called We Spy Coffee and More, probably it's not going to be too good for you. That's probably exactly what not. happened. <laughs> it's Tarpon Springs. We go back to Saturday for this one. A man was in the restroom at We Spy Coffee and More. He noticed a camera recording him from under the sink. That's not right. A guy? Okay. Yeah. Confronted employees, called the cops. Police come in and arrest the 31-year-old man named Spyridon Volgarakis. Bless you. Who was identified as the employee and business partner of the cafe. Business partner? So Spy was spying. Oh, my gosh. He admitted he placed the camera there, recorded the victim and other males using the restroom, doing it for a month. Cops want to talk to anybody else who thinks they may be a victim there. Charged with battery and video voyeurism. Wow. What the heck? How stupid is this guy? <laughs> Thank God this guy noticed the thing. Well, that's the thing, you know what? Are you are you guys like me? Ever since that, what's her name, Erin? What's her name, the the NFL reporter? She found the cameras in her hotel room. Oh yeah. Oh, what was it? Erin Andrews. It, her, yes. That for through the people. Remember? Well, no, there were a bunch of cameras oh, in the yeah. room. It was through the mirror, mm. and you can do all these little. Th- ever since like, that thing, I check mirrors. I check door. Not that anybody wants to spy on me, but I mean, no. But I guess it's we all should. It's, I guess we all should. It's a it's a word of warning. So now this, I'm going to start checking under the sink. Especially if you go to a coffee shop in Tarpon Springs. <laughs> Holy cow, man. <laughs> All right, we got Holy some cow. March Madness stuff to talk about and some entertainment stuff, too, for uh, the 9 o'clock hour coming up next. Oh, and a couple, a couple of things we haven't gotten to yet, one of which is Mitch McConnell. Good news. Yeah, about that's him. right, because he had been in the hospital for a while. Yeah. All right, that and more coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. But my focus is just stay focused. Got that, everybody? <laughs> Being distracted this week by St. Patty's Day, March Madness. Joe Biden wants you to but stay my focused. My focus is just stay focused. Very important. <laughs> Keep telling him that. I think that's his mantra so he doesn't forget where he is. Uh, I, that's what they tell him in the West Wing, I think. Stay, stay focused. Stay focused, sir. The nap is coming soon. Don't worry. More and more pieces from this daily uh, show interviewer coming out. Oh boy, kind of scary. Yeah, he's uh, it's, it's a doozy. He, how how do people think that he's alert and with it? And they don't. No, yeah. I've never heard anybody think that. Of all the arguments I've heard, pro Biden. Well, at least it's not Trump. And no, it's not that bad. 
I've never heard anybody say, no, he's all right there upstairs. Yeah, he's vibrant. Mm. Oh, yeah. No one says that. Yeah, all the lights are on. Sure oh, they sure. are. I got a feeling they're not. It's kind of scary. It's really scary. It's, look what he did. Okay, and when he goes off the cuff, like last night he was in California at some fundraiser somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, it was a private group, and he says, oh, Jimmy Carter invited me to ask me to do his eulogy. Jimmy Carter's not even dead yet, and you're telling people you're doing the eulogy. And then he immediately followed with, oh, I probably shouldn't have shared that. I'm like, okay. That's a terrible thing to say. And then he went on to say, and the guy, they can't kill him, basically. He said they found something to keep him alive longer than they planned. I'm like, okay, who says this? He's, there's no filter there at all. No, this is why, this is wow. why they let him. They let him do only certain media opportunities. Didn't talk yesterday about the bank thing, though. Ran out of the room. This is really something. It's more of a visual than it is an audio thing, but you can literally hear him walking away after giving the 9 a.m., 24 hours ago, three-minute speech about the banking crisis. Walked right away, and it was so weird. It was very odd. He opens the door. He looks one back, and then he closes the door slowly like he went back into his cave. All right, thank you, Mr. President. What do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect all the banks to fail, Mr. President? He's shuffling off Should now. Should all depositors be protected at all banks? Yeah. Closes the door. See, it goes back to his little crypt. I half imagine like a little cot on the other side of the wall where he could take a little nappy nap. Can you imagine Trump, even go back, can you imagine Obama just going, sorry, no questions, and turn around and walk away? No, everyone didn't, took questions. But he, didn't, but he doesn't even say, I'm not taking questions. He just turned around and yeah, walked he just, away. He just goes, and then he opens the little door. His own just and he closes the door. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was like punks of Tony Phil coming out, and then he went away again. Oh my god! Even Trump took questions on the road. That's a new thing, by the way. And he's going to force thing. DeSantis to do the same thing. Well, it's a good political thing. rallies taking questions from the crowd. He did that in Iowa, and that was a big crowd. It was a big crowd, but you know what? You know, maybe they were pre-planned questions. One doesn't know, know, but I mean, still, they were good questions, and he gets the point. His crowd, he gets. Across his point. Right. Uh, can't speak this morning. That's pretty wild, though. Good for him. Did you have Mitch McConnell news as we get, a, yeah. get out of the news before we get into fun stuff? Uh, he is out of the hospital. They announced that he was discharged yesterday. He's in a rehab center. He has, was being treated for a concussion and a minor rib fracture. Okay. That's got to hurt. That was a tough man. fall, then. That was a big fall. Wow. Uh, they say uh, he'll be there for physical therapy. They're not going to say how long before he returns home. But, uh, you know, he's been in the hospital for what? It's been five, six days. Been a while. And now he goes to rehab, so he might be there maybe a week or so. I don't know. Depends on whether or not he can actually function with a uh, – does he have – the um, what's a minor rib fracture? Any rib fracture hurts. Sure, especially when you're old. He's 80 uh, what? 81? 81. Something? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's too bad. So wait a minute. So we're going to see – we're going to have a visual sighting of Mitch McConnell before we see John Fetterman. Probably. Wow. Boy, is that saying something. He's still in the hospital. And no one's saying anything. And the only thing they showed was his, I guess it was his chief of staff was in the hospital room with him. And I'm looking at it when they showed the video clip and I went, this could have been taken, I don't know, five years ago for all we know. <laughs> like How do hostage. we know it's now? No one, you know what, hold up a, open yeah. up a newspaper with a date on it. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not believing a word you people are selling me. Signs of life we need from the Pennsylvania <laughs> senator. I, Prove that he's alive. Okay, that was two weeks ago, and we've heard nothing since. <laughs> Diane Feinstein. Yeah, she's gone too. She didn't even know she retired. No. 
Uh, that's terrible. Uh, you're going to run again? Well, I haven't decided that yet. You're going to retire? I haven't. Well, your 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 team just announced it. <laughs> you're done. Boy. And then she goes in the hospital. So I mean, you, but you hear nothing about them. Where are they now? These are people in office for years. God, anyway, all right. Well, that's all depressing. Scary. Let's get to the good stuff. It's a big, big week. Stay focused, as Biden says. Stay focused. But it's March Madness. The brackets are out probably in your office. They're in ours, too. We have a little tournament going on. A lot of people do. Yeah. How much? How many billions you said was going to be? You have you had the statistics there. Many billions. It's it's like everybody's like betting on this game or these games. And now it's legal to do. But, I mean, I guess if you do it in your office, that's not legal, right? You know, they kick this up in us. Uh, legalized betting. You know, on the ground and actually internet betting, too, is, is really kicked this up a notch. Everybody's involved now. $10 billion plus wagered on the 2023 oh, tournament. $10 billion? Legally. Wow. That's not even considering uh, Louis wow. the leg breaker <laughs> down at the corner store you bet you're gambling with. Wow. 80 million tournament brackets completed already. And, and how do they know? Do you have? Do you upload them after you fill them out? Is that what you do? You go online and you fill out the bracket? Yeah, a lot of them. And CBS have, one, ESPN's got a big one. They all do. So if you go to the CBS one, do you have to pay to do that? I, I've no. never done it before. So you can just do it as a, you know, yeah. just to participate. Okay, I get you. And then what do you bet on? The final four? The final one? All of the above? Each game? I guess you could do all of it, right? Well, technically, you're betting on each game to get to the final two and then the one. But uh, I know there's wow. always a certain contest for the one that's if there's a surviving bracket at the end, which has rarely happened because the odds are astronomical against you, whatever that is. Wow. Um, the NCAA last year made $1.14 billion <laughs> from this. Where's all the money go? Do they split it up among the 64 teams? Or is the further you advance, the more money you get? Yeah, I think that happens. Is too. that what happens? But it's all, but it's a TV deal, is what this is. One giant TV show, and the profits go wow. split up uh, to the teams that are. Where, where where are they even? I don't even know where they're playing. Where are they playing? They they're in four different sites, right? Yeah. And then to they, start and then they meet. Where's the championship game? Houston, I think. Right, Diener. Where are they? Reg- that's a good question. Where are the regionals? So, There's one in upstate New York, you said the other day, because they were having problems, right? Yeah, they're playing some of the first-round games, like in uh, Albany. I know, uh, yeah. uh, right, so they're playing in Columbus, actually. Really? Some of the games to start off, it's, you know, the first couple rounds are in Columbus. But I'm trying to remember where the Sweet 16 is going to be played, because I know they, they move after that. But they're all over the place right now. They're in Las Vegas. There's some actually games in Orlando in the first couple of rounds. Oh, are there really? I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And the you know the FAU fans were hoping that they were going to get that Orlando region, but yeah. I think they ended up in Columbus actually. FAU, huh? Wow, so it's kind of scattered about the country. So you wonder. This is it's always been an argument, right? And still is. College athletes should be paid. We're making all this money for you. You don't have a game without us. How much is one of the biggest basketball programs, just basketball, worth in college basketball? Let's go to the University of Kentucky, the Wildcats, right? That's a biggie, right? You know how much they're just their program in basketball is worth? Oh, man, that is a basketball school. $334 million. Oh, geez, wow. I was going to say $50 million. I was going to say like 100 yeah. It brings in $22 million in revenue every year from TV contracts. Wow. <laughs> just the contracts alone, not to mention national merchandising. Now think about how big college football is. Yeah, exactly. Think about Alabama. Think about Massive. Ohio State. Yeah. Huge money. I think Ohio State was like $100 million when I was there. Well, this is why it's always been a joke to me that athletes couldn't get paid. I know it's different now with the name, image, and likeness rules, right. but 
You know, I'll never forget the stories of like Chris Weber when he played at Michigan with the Fab Four. Remember oh, that yeah. early nineties? Oh yeah. And all the money they were making. They still that sell team. Fab Four T-shirts. They do. And he walked into the bookstore and he couldn't afford to buy his own jersey that was sitting there. <laughs> That's a great example. <laughs> it was incredible. But I man, I can't wait for this. It really is. It's like a holiday weekend when this stuff comes about. Oh, yeah, everybody gets involved, whether or not you know you quote unquote know what you're doing, or because nobody knows what they're doing, no. or you're just you know betting and accounting. Everybody gets involved in it. There's fun. a reason to follow. Yeah. There's a reason it's called madness. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just just it is true madness. Who gave it that name, by the way? I was was it a sports person like a sportscaster that came up with had that? to be a network probably it's a marketing thing yeah but it's a nice buffer when it's a dead time in sports it really is yeah sure you know baseball's just starting to come up with spring training yeah, there's no football we're being pre, played pre playoffs right so you know it's nice filler something to do it's oh. a distraction from all the other stuff in the world it takes center stage this time of year hey, it works for me I filled out well I get I get the outside yeah you're out. ahead of me I mean we have to turn these in Thursday morning here in the office I haven't it's only one Tuesday. Team. All right. Getting... I had some time at the news. So I know I you was feel like... like with the football picks, I'm getting agita. I see. This is, the difference is I don't care about this. Okay. That's you fair. Know, yeah. I, I, but I'm going to have Kansas going probably to the Final Four. At they least. won the championship last year. Oh, did they? They did. Oh, so I, didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I like them is because their coach, he had heart problems. He went to the hospital. They put in a couple of stents. He went right back to the sidelines. coming back. I'm like, I like this guy. I don't yeah. even know what his name is. Bill wow. Self. So he's he's yeah. he's hearty stuck. He is. He's coming so back. So I'm thinking if you get that kind of determination to return to your team, you can't be all that bad. Rock, chalk, hospital stock. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they say in Kansas now? K-U. K-U. <laughs> Hey, uh, we got an update on who had that story yesterday, you or Diener, about the blob of seaweed coming to Florida. Oh, me. Oh, yeah, it's that's big. Right, you did, yeah. We got an update. It's getting Ooh. closer. It's worse than they thought. Oh, is no. it really? It's a giant blob of seaweed heading it, the West what Coast. What they say, Ooh. it was like as wide as the state, right? Or twice as wide as the 5, state. 5,000 miles. It's like absurd. Nuke it. That, uh, you uh, you it, might need to. It's an invasion. <laughs> get, get it out of here. Wow. Let's try nuke the ocean. What's worse that can happen? We, <laughs> we got that coming up. And uh, just wow. a, li- a little bit. One more thing about the Oscars. It did way worse than we anticipated, oh, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. I was way off. I thought it would do better. I thought it would be up. And they forgot a bunch of people in the In Memoriam thing. How did they? That, that just died. I, like, that's crazy. Well, I think maybe you had to die last year. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> There's a but dying still, cutoff? Yeah, but there were people that died last year that they forgot about, too. Oh, Ooh, you didn't qualify for the death wish. Sorry. <laughs> List sorry. Paul Sorvino. Sorry. Jeez. That's anyway, terrible. Anyway, we got that and more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Ball of confusion. That describes us perfectly. <laughs> we know. We're in the triangle. What was it? The triangle of sadness. Of sadness. <laughs> that was our movie for the Oscars. <laughs> Speaking of the Oscar, you said there was sad news about the, the yeah. viewership. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Dean around Bill. Welcome to it. Welcome to Tuesday. Uh, it did not beat last year, and last year was a record low. Really? It was down. Yeah, they're confirming it now. So that started to pop up last night. They started oh, to compile the numbers. Variety is saying it was an all-time. Now it's a new all-time low. I'm surprised. i got to be honest with you. I don't know if anything can save this show. It's well, on a downward tw- trend. What was it up against? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Was there anything else on? You know what it is, too? Know. You have to put things in perspective. Number one, you know, they got so woke there for a while and so political and so anti-political or whatever you want to look at it. It turned off people for years. It did. And 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 it's going to take people a while. Once you lose an audience, getting them back is 10 times harder. Right. So they get, they're facing that uphill battle. 
they somewhat streamlined it and got rid of the politics for most of the show until the end when Jimmy Kimmel and then the the directors of everywhere, every time, all in one place, whatever it's called, started spewing stuff. But I thought, you know what, maybe it'll go back up because people went back to the movies. They were excited. I I don't know. I think I think you're right. I think they're lost. Uh, it's going to take a while. It really is. Some kind of big event. And it was a good, we thought it was a good start. We missed some, by the way. We missed some of the woke elements that just didn't happen to catch. And there were some. Some of it was actually bad. The director of everything, everywhere, all at once, whatever the hell it was. He starts talking about, like, uh, drag queens are a threat to no one. Throws that out there. Okay. What's that got to do with D- your show? Exactly. But then the in memoriam thing, which I, I'm telling you, I, I think they leave people off on purpose so get, they get people like us to talk about it. It could be, but I think with Tom, didn't Tom Sizemore like just die? I think you have to. It's like the Oscar nom- movies have to come out during a certain time period. I think maybe you had to die last year to be in the. Oh in my memoriam. god! I don't know if that's a real rule. I don't know. They if should it is. cancel this thing automatically. <laughs> But the guy I'm they... sorry that you lost your <laughs> father, Mira Sorvino, but he didn't make the cut for the timeline. No, he did. He died in July. He died last July. So they flat out missed him. They missed him. But Tom Sizemore just died. But just died. So, But they also missed Tony Sirico, and they were both in Goodfellas. You would know, you know, you probably know Paul Sorvino over Tony Sirico, but you would know Tony Sirico the minute you saw him. And they both died in the, last year. And they left them out. Then they and Mira Sorvino, who won the Oscar for what? Aphrodite. What was that movie she was in? Aphrodite something. She won the Oscar for that. Right. Uh, she's all ticked off, and rightfully so. And then they forgot about Anne Hache. And I thought, well, maybe they left Anne Hache out because of the whole situation, how she died. Well, that would be half of Hollywood. But I'm who like, knows? yeah. And some woman named Leslie Jordan. She she was left off too. There are a bunch of people left off. But how do they forget these people? Mira Sorvino was not happy. Oh, I. She well, flat out made her feelings known about it. And that good was disrespectful. She was know, a member of the Academy. It's it's her dad. It's like, come on, what are you doing? How'd you forget my father? He was a huge actor. Wow. He was. He. I think Paul Sorvino was in every every mob movie there was. He was a great guy. I would have loved to have met him. Yeah. He's. I like Tony Sirico. Was Tony Sirico in uh, the, the TV show, the New Jersey guy with the the garbage guy? Oh, God. Hello. The Sopranos? Thank you. Yeah. God almighty. Was he was in that too, yeah, wasn't he? I think so. I'm pretty sure he was. Anyway. Anyway. So they they messed that up. Uh at some point, I think it was rapid fire, I can't remember, but and I think you had the story, Jen. A giant blob of seaweed yeah, it's is, like, is headed towards the state, towards the West Coast, but it's worse than they thought. Yeah, well how how worse is bigger than five thousand miles wide? It's twice the width of the US. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So now that it's like 10,000. It sounds like, like a horror movie. That's what, what is it? Like 3,200 miles? Coast, so that's like six, 7,000 miles. It's 7,000 miles wide? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like math. But here's a University of South Florida professor, Sean Min Hu, warning residents that the seaweed heading towards the coast this summer. This, I mean, uh, we're laughing about it, but wow. really, truly, this may really affect uh, tourism to the West Coast this summer. That's horrible. All right, you ready? It's not harmful. It's just a big blob. It's really big. It's bigger than 2018. The message is this will be another major cyclone in the year, and it will come to us sooner or later. It's on its way. It'll come to us. Okay. There's there's really nothing they can do, right? You would think by now they could, but how do you break up a 5,000-mile-wide bunch of seaweed? And these creatures live – I mean, creatures live in seaweed. 
Yeah, and they say the biggest threat is what lives inside it for humans. It's because it's got like all kinds of bugs and critters in it that bite you. But the other part is it blocks the sunshine. Well, that's true too. So anything below it, if it's if it's you know in the ocean and it relies on sunshine to live, it's going to die because this thing's going to block all the sun. That's not good. No, that's not good at all. So I don't know. What do they do? You would think it would break up in the ocean instead of sticking together. Still together as of now. That's crazy. Remember. God, I'm, I want to say it was like four or five years ago. Remember that big pile of junk garbage yes. that was making its way to – did it ever make its way to California? I don't know. I think they scooped it up, but I don't know. Did they? So maybe they – couldn't they do something like that? Dean, or you even said yesterday, can't they go in there with boats and like break it all up? Yeah, I got a net. <laughs> Send the redneck army out there. They'll take care of it. That's it. What sure. works for them? Are those people from Louisiana that you need subtitles for? <laughs> right. Send them out there. They'll figure it out. Uh, I don't wow. know. And there's also, there's that, uh, did you ever see that, that documentary on the giant island of plastic water bottles off of Japan? No. It's island size. Come on. Just because of the tides and the way the currents go, it all collects in this giant thing. They can't do much about it. They can't? Really? No. That's horrible. Elon Musk will be building residential houses on top of that thing soon. <laughs> It's coming. He's building outside of Austin first. <laughs> Snailville it's or whatever the hell it's called. I forgot what it's called. But that's, wow. Yeah, no. that, that is a concern, though, uh, for Florida tourism because the red tide deal is already happening this year. Well, yeah, and they got it going on now. Yeah. And if you've never been on the West Coast when the red tide, it's horrible because everything dies and it smells and it's Ew. horrible. You don't want to go in the water. Yeah. A lot of people are affected by it, like their sinuses and their eyes, kind of like what happened in East Palestine. It has the same kind of effect as like a toxic discharge. Oof. It's not good. That's not good at not all. Not good at all. So no. hopefully they fix that. But this is re- – you guys don't watch Only Murders in the Building. It's coming back for the final season, which is the third season. I saw a couple in the first season. Yeah, it's – it's well, it ended last season. I, okay, spoiler alert if you didn't see it. It's been a while. Paul Rudd is going to be part of the cast. Because Martin Short is directing a Paul Rudd run play. Does that make sense? Okay. And Paul Rudd's one of the stars. But they didn't introduce who his female co-star would be. They just did. Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. You got Meryl Streep showing up on a TV show. That's a big get. That's a big get. What are they so, going to pay her? I don't know. I, I got a feeling she's probably friends with these guys. You know, but it's a it's a great it's kind of quirky, but it's a great show. It's it's a it's a lot of fun. Everybody's so weird, and uh, it they didn't say when it's going to hit Hulu. They just said soon. I was kind of up because they do this pot. The show is about they do this podcast about what's happening inside their building, like yeah. a true crime thing. But there's no production involved. They no. just walk around with a recorder <laughs> talking about it, and that that all magically becomes a podcast. I guess. And then they get a big microphone set up and yeah. they're recording. That's it. And that's then it. They put it together and like millions of people yeah. listen to this podcast. Sure. Yeah, it's like it's funny though. <laughs> but that's one of the quirky things about it. But but uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. And Selena Gomez work very well together. Yeah, they really do. It's they, great that they're together. And then, well, they went on, Steve Martin and Martin Short went on tour together. Remember, they did the show. Yeah. Weren't they at Hard Rock? I think they were, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I watched it on TV. They had it on a Netflix special. It was pretty funny. Hmm. All right, we got uh, Rapid Fire again, third time this morning. Oh, Coming up in just minutes, we'll go around the horn with some stories, some old, some new, everything that's happening. And it's uh, next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time. And now batting number one, 
leadoff hitter, Jay Ross. Ross, Ross, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I had this story earlier, but I got an update from a friend of mine who's, uh, I think, a bigger Catholic than you are, Diener. Oh, uh, Catholic updates. Wow. The, the right pro- from the Pope. This like is, yeah, the, the Pope sent me a, a text message. You know, uh, thanks, Dave. He gave me the scoop here. Uh, Friday, which traditionally during Lent you don't eat meat for Catholics. Uh, Lent is continues this Friday. It is also St. Patrick's Day. And what is the meal of choice on St. Patrick's Day, one may ask? Well, you got to have the corned beef and corned cabbage. Corned beef and cabbage. So yeah. there is this dilemma with all of these uh, Catholics going, what are we supposed to do? Can we eat meat? According to my sources, uh, Bishop Barbarito and his his district runs from... What, Palm Beach? What did you say? To Okecho- out to Okeechobee to Port St. Lucie? Yeah. Or yeah. Indian River? Indian River, Okeechobee, Port St. Lucie, Martin County, and Palm Beach. So uh, that's the whole diocese. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he will grant uh, forgiveness if you eat meat on Friday. So You are clear. You're good to go. It's just, my friend says, bangers and mash and corned beef and cabbage. There you go. Okay. <laughs> if we can bend the rules this easily. <laughs> yes, dear. This isn't a real serious thing. No, it's. I mean, I've it's. I've always thought this was preposterously ridiculous. It was the first thing once I gained independence as an adult, I dropped <laughs> from my life. I can remember as a kid, we went to the chicken coop every Friday. Oh boy! Like, oh God, stop! Just to hate going. So play chicken the place. was okay in your in your house because it wasn't in mine. Yeah. No, there's no meat whatsoever. Was yeah, I see grew me up. too. But right. chicken isn't so, a meat. Well, this is like this it's, is we're talking Rhode Island here. They bend the rules anyway. Yeah, you know what well, I'm yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we bend the rules? <laughs> we don't even. We're not completely well, sure they're part of New England. They also <laughs> had fish and chips. Hello, fish and chips was that was the thing. So that was, was the thing. Fish on Friday. But I yeah. would I would get like chicken wings and stuff, fried things because maybe it's because I was spoiled. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody else ate fish and chips. Jen's having steak tips. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> It's, it's all good. Oh my yeah. God. Well, I'm, come uh, on. I'm going to burn in hell. You guys know oh, this. So no, it's I'm, like, come on. But not because of eating a hamburger on uh, on, on Friday. On, That's not going to be the Lent. cause of your uh, your trip to hell. Yes. I, well, yeah. I mean, for most of our l- l- young lives, you couldn't eat, eat on Friday ever. Yeah, that's true. They didn't oh, change was, it until I was much older. Yeah. I think it. T- I think if I remember correctly, that was a big deal for my mom to change to that. Right. Oh, th- my house. Friday yeah. thinking. I think that we always had we always, too. It was nice because we had pizza. Yeah. And Doughboys. Delicious. So I was all for it. <laughs> Doughboys, go on. Elephant ears is what they're called. They're in Rhode Island, they were always called Doughboys. You're Do- one state away from where I grew up, and it's like it's a different language. <laughs> it really is. It's true. <laughs> Rhode Island has so many unique food things. You don't have Dell's lemonade, frozen lemonade. That's awesome. I've stuff never in the heard world. of Doughboys before. You've never heard of a Doughboy? No. Wow. That, that's what an elephant ear is called. Yeah, it, it, they're small, and my mother used to make them. You'd make little little doughboys about that big, you know, like the size of a plate. So an elephant ear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. which is so much easier to understand. <laughs> and she put brown sugar on them. Yeah. Was, it was it was like you stuck to the ceiling when you were done. Yeah. So on Friday, I can go ahead and have steak like I was planning to. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay, what are you talking about over there, Massachusetts boy? Well, speaking of that area, <laughs> not so much Mass, but uh, upstate New York, they got a big nor'easter happening today. Yeah, what what was that place we just looked at? That it was a Vermont? I was way up in Vermont, but it was a ski area they had the cameras on, so it was uh, that's actually good news for them, but it's a big nor'easter. Uh forecasters say snow, heavy rain, strong winds, power outages, coastal flooding pounding that region up there. Good so gosh. how does it affect you in beautiful South Florida? It doesn't except for flights. 
And you're going to be more crowded because this just means that more old people are moving down here. More oh, than God. 20 million people under a winter alert. Leading edge hit New York City area first. They didn't get too much. It was like a dusting. But uh, closer to Boston, the storm is going to peak later on today into Wednesday. Wow. Just letting you know if you're traveling in the Northeast, and a lot of you do, check in with the airlines. Yeah, really? Especially Gosh. if you're going to Boston or New York. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how bad New York's being hit. They said, too, there's like 60, 70 mile an hour winds. Yeah, it's bad. So that's that's another thing you have to worry about. And it's March 14th. Isn't that crazy? Nasty weather like this. It's in, it's Jeez. nuts. It's horrible. And it's All not the like more this is... reason to call up people you don't yeah. like and go, nah, 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 nah. Oh, I plan to. <laughs> and it's not like this is a one-off either. I mean, this this winter <laughs> has been really bad. Oh, it really has. Jen said it before, last rapid fire, and she's right. We're in a bubble down here. You know, really? Yeah. They've had a nasty... The whole country's had a nasty... Look at California. More snowfall totals today. That's right. You know, when you first move here, you, you remember what the weather was like in your home state, whether it's Michigan, Ohio, you know, wherever you're coming from, New England. And then you hear a couple of years and you kind of just forget about the rest of this country. That's you right. You really do. So we don't care that it's snowing. No, we don't. <laughs> Sorry. I think the coldest it got here was Christmas. Remember that we got down to like 30 degrees? That was fun. Yeah, it was. It was mm-hmm. great. So I want to kind of elaborate, not to make this like the old Catholic r- rapid fire, but no, I, want- I think we should. Bless me, Father. <laughs> I've sinned. It's yes. been how many? Go ahead. That's that's the uh, I guess the theme of this rapid fire. But I want to elaborate something that you mentioned earlier, Bill, that I found fascinating, and I just found an article on it about Pope Francis hinting at the possible end of celibacy for for Catholic priests. Now this is like a major announcement to even talk about it. It really Put is. It this right. Way. My mother's going to come out of the grave if this happens. So this is it's something because now there's a lot of conditions to this. So the first thing is the the ban on celibacy, being married or having sex for a priest, has been in place for a thousand years. It started in the 11th century. Right. And it happened really, according to Pope Francis, he said there's no contradiction for a priest to marry. He says that it began for financial reasons back in the 11th century, which is true. I mean, that's the origin of it. Because they wanted clergy without children because they felt they would be more likely to leave their wealth if they didn't have a family and come to the church. Right, exactly. And they were less expensive to feed. Yes, exactly right as well. You know, if you have one guy instead of a family, church is spending less money. So that less doughboys to give them, right, Jen? Less doughboys. Doughboys in ancient Rome. So basically it's been in place for a thousand years and involves and that becomes the practice. He says, though, it's a discipline. Not a part of the dogma of the Catholic Church. He called it a temporary ban that might be lifted soon. Temporary for thousands wow. of years. <laughs> temporary thousand-year ban. Wow. Is this what he's going to do before he leaves? I don't know. He's 86 years old, and I guess this comes after Germany's Catholic Church, which is kind of, uh, you know, in all, I guess, to be transparent, there's a lot of, um, what was I'm looking for, controversy controversy yeah. surrounding the, the German Catholic Church right now for different reasons. Right. But they voted on a resolution requesting that the Pope end the obligation for priests to be celibate. And it's gained a lot of attention. I first heard about this when they started to lose, maybe like late 80s. They had a real lack of like new priests coming in. That's that's the other thing and too. training right. in, serum, in, yep. in uh, seminaries and coming out. And they, they started, you started to hint about it back then saying, you're going to have to lessen the, loosen up on this rule eventually to make it more attractive for people to go into the clergy. Wow. That's what that's another reason for it. I mean, the priesthood numbers have been dwindling year by mm-hmm. year by year. And I mean, if you have, look, deacons can be married. I know it's not the same ordination. It's not the same. You don't take the same vows, but, but it's close. It's, you know. But at the same token, you know, we talked about this earlier. If you marry outside of the Catholic Church. You have to go to all these these seminars. Oh, yeah. And you have a Catholic priest preaching to you about marriage. They have no idea about marriage. Well, I mean, know, they haven't been there. 
So, I mean, it's it's kind of hypocritical, if you ask me. But you know what this would all lead to? Catholic priest dating sites. Catholic, CatholicPriestsOnly.com. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> if oh, you're my. interested in a private confession. Whoa, hey, whoa. See, this is why I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but if you thought about it, right? <laughs> Let's just say it's a different world and things will or have gone differently. Think about how important... Uh, uh, a priest is in a local community. How well known? It's stable, true. stable job, debt free. Oh yeah. my god! Sometimes a free car from hey, the church. Hey. I don't know. Free place to live. Uh, I'm just saying that would be pretty attractive to, to some young ladies. Your Sunday morning's already taken care of. <laughs> That's true. You know where he is at all times. Sunday afternoon, you're probably having spaghetti and meatballs with some nice Italian family. Respected job in the community. It's interesting. Free outfits? Might be free outfits. <laughs> free outfits. Oh, you're terrible. A lot of purple. You are going to burn in hell. Purple. <laughs> uh, might be something like out for in the future. Uh, oh, oh, stop no. it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's, we, a, it's a big deal. We'll see. It's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So there's a big backlash already against yes. this, but it means a lot of support for it, too, so we'll see. All right. I'm going totally different here, guys, just to get us <laughs> Thank off God. this subject. We might run out of time. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to go to the top of the hour, darn it. <laughs> Would you rather have a low-paying job that you love? <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that what we're all okay. doing? Or a high-paying job that you hate? I've been in both boats. Which one would you rather have? Well, I'm here right now, so... Okay. <laughs> we're low in love. 50% of people will go for the low-paying job for one they love. It, it far beat, it's only 25% want high pay, hate the job. And the other people having a clue. They're stuck I, in the middle. Somewhere. I know a lot of guys who I worked with who do really well, but they hate their lives. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and that's, oh, no doubt. It's always a give and take, one way or the other. No, it happens a lot too. You're right. You do hear that. You know. Huh. And 22 percent of people say being loaded would bring much more happiness to their life than being poor. Well, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit last week when it came to a different story about happiness and money buying happiness. You have to have a baseline happiness. If yeah. there's already a baseline there, then the money would just heighten that because it relieves more stress. If You know, you stress the bills and Yeah, you buy a nicer car, like that. you buy a bigger yeah. house, yeah. You know? The more that's, money that's you have, the more you spend, though. It, it, yeah, it, well, it, and it just kind of snowballs. That, too. No, that's true. So. Anyway. I, I know miserable people who are poor and rich. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. So anyway, we're all in this job because we love it. That's yeah. true. Uh, the president of Mexico is up with an update of the bad PR his country's gotten with the American kidnappings and the cartels and these lost control. Nope. Still says, well, Mexico's safer than the U.S. Oh, really? Where's he traveling? Made that comment as there's been criticism of security in Mexico after the kidnapping and killing of Americans. Claimed there's no problem with traveling safely around Mexico Despite the an official State Department warning not to do so in certain areas. Why? why? I mean, why would you go there? Okay, let me ask you this. Would <laughs> I don't know. Of, would any of you travel around Mexico? No, I'm not unless I'm on a cruise ship going to like, you know, Cozumel or something like or, that. Or Mexico City itself, like a like an established area, but like a small border town across from Brownsville? No. No, 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 no. no Sorry. No. Just saying. Okay. No. Exactly. Tell that president, be quiet. Well, Go Jen, preach to your own people. Yeah, exactly. I think he's trying to save face. I think I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. This is the earliest ever. I mean, it's mid-March. something I hate. (laughs) You found a spider that has a name and it's close to mine. And it's out of your neck of the woods, too. More more Bill's backyard. Massachusetts Company is aiming to make oceans and landfills just a little bit cleaner because they're making sweaters. So I hope you like sweaters. Out of oyster shells. 
Well, they'd be really durable. Well, how the yeah, hell do that, you do that? That's though? like a coat of armor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like vibranium for goodness sakes. <laughs> what? It's, I mean, it's come like on. a bulletproof vest. So they gotta melt do they them down put, like, and reform them. <laughs> they put shells together, or did they like crush them all up? This guy is the founder of a company called Long Wharf Supply Company. He has a hello, Long Wharf. <laughs> <laughs> what's your size? It's probably what they sound like when you call. He has what's called a seawall collection. It's sweaters. <laughs> Made from four to five oyster shells and about eight recycled water bottles. People said that he says that people are shocked every time they buy it because they can never tell. Yeah. But he's using ocean pollution in oyster shells, wasted oyster shells, to make these sweaters. Put that on, walk into a restaurant, people are like, <laughs> oh, what no. the? Well, it smells like a seawall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little fishy around here. Little, you might need some more perfume to come along with the sweater, but why, are, really? all these, why are all these cats following me home? <laughs> okay, so, so how much does sweater cost, does it say? You know, I don't see a cost, yeah, but it can't just, be that much, kid. Oh, I bet you it's a fortune. Oh, it's in no. the name of green. And everything green means it takes your green. Oh, yeah, well, that too. They don't have a cost, which <laughs> actually is kind of scary. Yeah. It's kind of like a restaurant when there's no prices yeah. on the restaurant, on so, the menu. Now you know what, <laughs> now you know you what you're getting ah. for Christmas. Enjoy your oyster sweater, Jen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll make you a quahog ashtray colored, okay? okay. Stuffies Thanks. and doughboys. There you go, stuffies, doughboys. You don't have stuffies in in Boston. There no. weren't stuffies. We had them. Don't. No one calls it that. What are stuffies? This is why New it's England a is hog stuffed. This is why New is England is going to sell off Rhode Island to New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got some stuff. Next segment we didn't get to yet. It's our kitchen drawer segment, including yeah. this. We're going to have to do it. I'm sorry. It's it's getting too big and too viral. We're going to have to decide what it'd be the court and judges and jury of the woman who walked out of the date because the guy wouldn't put extra cheese on the burger. Oh, this girl's a jerk. Oh, she's a total idiot, but <laughs> anyway, talk about it. we'll decide. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL, the South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to March Madness. Got a little bit more on that coming up in a little bit. Don't forget about uh, the Morning Show blog. We haven't talked about that yet. What oh. the heck is on there, Diener? I have no idea. You know, I, this is actually pretty wild. I know what one of them is. Yes, I think you do, and I think this is actually the one I'm going to mention. This guy saw a ghost. I mean, I don't oh, know how else to say it. Oh, that's right. Yes. You got to check this out. I think I spoke about it early on yes. in Rapid Fire. This guy is Arizona truck driver going down this lonely, literally like, you know, a country song, a lonely, dark highway, a truck driver, and it really was that. No one else is on this highway. And you see in his dash cam video, this isn't like some truck driver is like, I saw a ghost. You see it on his dash cam video, this apparition start to appear on the side of the road from feet, legs up into a torso as he's passing by. It like, Oh, it's a ghost. It, it certainly looks like a ghost. After I mean, you talked about it, I went back and, look, and looked look at and it? I thought, that's a ghost. It, it is takes, a ghost. It right? takes a yeah, human a form. I mean, it's really strange. Oh, yeah. So that's on the blog. You can check that out and... You know, decide for yourself, but I think we're all in agreement here. Oh, yeah. I think you had this jerk who's suing Buffalo Wild Wings for their oh, that boneless <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> Maybe he's right. They're chicken nuggets. He said, technically, you bone, you debone this thing, it's a nugget. Well, they debone all of it. Huh. I think he's <laughs> this has been deboned. <laughs> this guy out of here. Bonehead. Oh, come on. You know, I, I pay extra at the store for dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. It's oh, the I same know. damn thing, and they right. just put it in a shape. I remember doing that with my kids. I'm like, they're, they're, but, but, but what? The dinosaurs. But I want dinosaurs. And she always eats the heads first. That's, you know, okay. <laughs> things you, the things you do for your kids. Oh, but So this guy should stop complaining because he's getting more meat. Shut up. <clears throat> All right. I, I thought we were able to successfully avoid this story, but it's too big. We can't ignore it. It's been 
going viral, as the kids say, but it's it's really interesting. And it speaks to a def- bunch of different things. First of all, the younger generation have to put everything online. They have to, their entire lives. Well, yes. And this one is about this woman, and it's getting a massive response, though, probably why she did it. She went on TikTok, New York City, young girl uh, in the dating world, getting a lot of heat, too. A lot of support, but a lot of heat now. She posted a TikTok video explaining why she walked out of a dinner on a guy it was all because her date didn't get cheese on his burger. That's why. There was her reason. Oh, come on. There was her reasoning why she left. Because it would have been a little bit too, but too... She's calling him cheap, basically. Okay. It's a long, involved story, but here's the, here's the basics. We scheduled to go to dinner, and the waitress comes over, and he said, I'm going to take the burger. And the waitress asked him, do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. And he said, okay, then never mind. I got up and I went to the waitress and I was like, hey, I just want to pay the bill. I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant and I texted him. The check is taken care of. You should have gotten the cheese. And I blocked him. You should have gotten the cheese. Oh, no, it should have gotten rid of you. Well, that's been most of the response now. This guy, by not paying for three bucks extra or whatever the cheese was, saved himself possibly a lifetime of misery with this lady. Good move. Okay, first of all, because I think it's because of our occupation. Voices drive me crazy. Yeah, and that's a bad yeah. That, that girl's voice, she, I, they're like nails on a chuckboard for her. So. This is this is completely <laughs> off topic too. But who do you ever say? Okay, I'll take the burger. I never say I take some. Is that a thing? Is that a New York thing? It might be. All right, I'll take the bagel. What'll you have? I'll take the sandwich. Yeah, Ooh, that's true. No, I'll have. I, I don't say that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have. That's there, true. And anyway. there's a lot more in the middle of it here, where she actually does explain his reasoning. He, all all the guy. Apparently said, well, man, they're, they're up charging for everything these days. All right, never mind. Because he figures it didn't really want it that much anyway. That was her reasoning for walking out. You don't want her. No. 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 She's problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, <laughs> so she posted up. Who's on her side? Anybody? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, absolutely. You go, girl. Oh, please. Yeah. Three dollars for cheese is ridiculous. What are they giving them there? Smoke gouda? I mean, what is this? She also said in there in the longer version that she says, "Yeah, they're charging more. This is New York City." Wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, well, you're the fool for living there. Well, you know, what's the deal? You want to live there? Be my guest. So she's basically calling this guy cheap for not paying for something which he doesn't think should have been upcharged, and he didn't really want it that much anyway. So you know what? I say this guy got a free meal and lost himself a big headache. Yeah. I think he had a pretty good deal out of it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I See, I would look at it and say, you know what? He's fiscally minded. This is the kind of guy you want to marry. At least you're not going to be in debt. Well, it's so funny because the women support women and guys, I guess. You know, the male feminists <laughs> in oh, the supporting her are saying, if he's that cheap now, imagine when you're it's later on. Oh, please. Heading towards a wedding. Can you imagine? No, you don't imagine that. That's too big of a leap to make. Cheese. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Three dollar cheese, that's the type of thing you're thinking about? Well, if you don't want to pay three dollars for cheese, a slice of cheese, then what are you gonna be when we get married? It's over. You should have gotten the cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a first date. Have you watched the Chris Rock special yet? Yes. He says the difference, he goes, everyone's giving yeah. me grief because I'm dating a twenty five year old or I date twenty five year olds. He goes, You know why men date twenty five year olds? And it's funny, he says, because when a 25-year-old goes, honey, I want something, <laughs> it's a pair of shoes. Right. He goes, when you date a 55-year-old, somebody your own age, they go, honey, I need a new room. Yeah. <laughs> I want a new house. He goes, you, you date a fitty, you buy a new car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's just that simple. God. It's fiscally responsible to date somebody much younger. 
I was dying. I'm oh thinking, okay, gosh. sure, whatever you say, that works. Yeah. So my next date, I'm going to ask for a new roof. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, well. are we done? We are done. Oh, yeah. good. Can I go watch basketball today? Yes? Yes, we got play-in games tonight. Okay. Do your homework. Can't wait. i got to finish my bracket. You guys all have a great day. Thanks for listening to us all morning. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6. We'd love to have you join us.